Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Today's Sunday session is brought to you thanks to the fine folks at More Beer. Visit them right now at morebeer.com. Feels like work. Shooting the shit for two hours, drinking beer and talking beer. What a wonderful experience. Can we not have the barf bucket near my mixing board? <laughs> I think everybody can read the book. I knew you were going to use this book as an excuse to quit doing this show. <laughs> Mrs. Bub, if you want, I can mail you the Bub Timer. Yeah, Newcastle, especially in the can. Have you ever had it in the can? <laughs> no, I have not had it in the can. <laughs> Notice I closed my eyes and I concentrated really hard. Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers. Craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. Welcome to the show, everybody. My name is Justin Crosley. I'm, I'm your host this week. <laughs> get to host. That's unusual or something. I get to host. Yeah. Um, we need game show music. Yeah. And I'm your host, Justin Crosley. He already is saying he gets to. Like, he actually enjoys doing <laughs> I it. I get to host. That's true. Yeah. I've got a big foam shocker finger. Wow. This is my new... Uh, oh, really knows there how to you roll. go. Did you custom order that? I'm going to host the whole show like this. Just <laughs> waving it around. Please do. In your face. Shocking the whole room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I found out this week that I'm... I'm um, I, I got my test results back. Oh, oh, now we need drum rolls. Yeah. All right. Um, Where's that sound effect board? <laughs> well, he's here. So that... Probably means it's not the worst it could be. Or oh, oh this is no, this is good. Or he's he wants to leave his legacy. So for the next four shows oh. that he's going to be alive, he wants to fucking knock it out of the park every every goddamn day. Go down swinging. Yeah, could be that. Or <laughs> or I want you to hear the sadness in my <laughs> go down swinging. <laughs> uh, or I just yeah, I want yeah. to have a slow, steady decline on air. You can answer if it's better to burn out or fade away. You know. <laughs> I'm here to finally answer that question for the world. All right, let's do this. You know, the, the Rolling Stones asked it, and I'm here to answer it. Um, Wasn't it Def Leppard? 
<laughs> they, no, that was later. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they one just, arm at a time. Yeah, they <laughs> took it on and still haven't answered it. All right. So, uh, yeah, if you'll remember from last week's show, I, I had to go have all these tests done because my feet are falling off or whatever the fuck's <laughs> happening down there. And um, uh, you'll remember the uh, list of possible things, both from my doctor and then others that we came up with during the program. Yes, yes, uh, I do. Were uh, <laughs> diabetes. Um, syphilis, <laughs> gonorrhea, uh, HIV, AIDS. gout. Uh, gout was the number one um, recommendation or, or prognosis from staff here yeah, on the show. Doc thought that, and I also got several emails from listeners basically <laughs> telling me I have gout. So you did. Oh yeah, really? yeah. everyone's an armchair doctor. You know what's funny? Actually, uh, every time I bring up my health issues on the air, yeah. I get more emails than any other time. Really, uh, people. And they're always very cool. People are really nice about it. And they're always like, I've had this. And I and and sometimes they've been right. Like when I was having <laughs> liver issues, I got uh, actually a listener even sent me um, a, a, liver? a medication, <laughs> um, not a prescription, like uh, um, homeopathic. Uh, oh, OK. Uh, like teas and milk thistle bullshit. Right. You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, and them and yeah. uh, David out of Avocado Wolf. <laughs> Things you totally did. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now they're in the Martinez landfill. Right. So anyhow. Well, that's nice. Uh, that's very it nice. It is nice. People, it's always, yeah. and yeah, it's always very cool. So I will, I will now go down the, the, the list. Um, I do, I am not a diabetic. There we go, baby. There we go. <laughs> I do not have syphilis. Okay, that's good. Uh, that's thought, good. That one I felt particularly yeah, right. good about. You and Kate are high-fiving on that one? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Shot across the bow. Yeah. Right. Um, I do not have the HIV. Okay, oh. there we go. Yeah, no HIV. But do you have AIDS? Uh, <laughs> yeah, two no, they didn't test things. for that, so I, shit, now i got to oh, go back. There you go. Not out of the clear. The one I was really most thankful about... Yeah. Because I can't live without charcuterie and other foods. I do not have gout. There we go. Oh, That's right. I don't man. have gout. A lot of people lost money on that bet. Yeah. yeah that was the I'll main. Pay later, Warren. Okay. That was the main uh, prognosis. So uh, those are all good things. The The thing I do have that was on the list is the, the best of all possible things. Although it does have severe um, side effects if I don't take care of it. Yeah. I have a severe... B vitamin B twelve deficiency. Oh, right. oh. deficiency. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. Deficiency. You're deficient in vitamin B twelve. Severely deficient. What does that? What does that mean? Oh. Well, it means uh, mostly what it means is that my body does not absorb the vitamin very well on its okay. own. So, of course, it could mean that I'm not eating anything with B12, but that's not really the case. Right. Um, and, and most people, you know, you can just eat an, a normal amount of normal foods, uh, you know, some red meat, some eggs, some cheese, some fish, and you're going to get you all the B12. Um, but, mm-hmm. uh, but my body does not uh, absorb it properly. Yeah, so okay. no matter how much. So the, so the good news is, you know, that this is a uh, hopefully a fixable issue. The bad okay. news is I've likely had it for years, mm-hmm. like years, because mm-hmm. the, by the time it starts showing up with nerve damage, um, you know, you've, you've had it for a while. And so... Okay, that's what they think is going on, the nerve damage from the lack of vitamin B. B12. Okay. So basically, it really affects your entire uh, nerve system. And here's where it gets like sort of good news, bad news. Like, yeah. 
I don't know, sorry, not sorry, whatever. Right. <laughs> uh, it will heavily affect that entire system, including the brain, mm-hmm. uh, uh, ultimately leading to dementia later in life. So that's going to be fun. Um, but even like uh, like not thinking clearly and depression and uh, anxiety and huh? fatigue and uh, uh, these number of things that I've basically been, even I think our listeners know, have been experiencing over the last uh, couple of years. Yeah. Wow. All uh, heavily related to this lack of uh, vitamin B12. Mm, crazy. Uh, and then there's a whole host of other things uh, that go along with it. It's really. So in other words, Small uh, dick doc- the doctor's like, I guess the good news is you have this, the lesser of all the evils. The, the bad news is it's very serious if we don't, you know. So anyhow, I don't know. I'm now on like a, a gazillion micrograms <laughs> of B12 a day. I have to do this for a six week period of time and go back and test uh, if my body body's still not absorbing it because you know in some cases you can put in all you want but you know if the body doesn't do anything um yeah <laughs> uh, then uh, i have to go to monthly shots like for the rest of my life like they gotta shoot this shit that's in. insane suppositories really? wouldn't What's work pository yeah those are fun oh that, yeah i mean i i'm gonna ask for that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can i shove my finger up my own ass once a month and she's like we're just gonna inject it oh, no, no, I, no i heard you the first time but what i'm wondering is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Isn't there a better, uh, more fun way? I can inject you. I know how to do that. Oh, you do? I've injected my uh, family members with B12, specifically. <laughs> various <actually. laughs> various yeah. depositories? Windex, no. bleach. Yeah. Only injections. No, well, then no we depositories. Should, we should make it an on-show thing. That I can do like it. like a monthly. Although, well, and I get my dog a shot every day. Now, you, you know I, I like to uh, just lay it all out on the table, even if it's rather embarrassing for me. I feel like it, I, I could help people. Um, one of the comments from my, my doctor was it, she was a bit surprised that at my age I have this problem. You, you either sort of have it when you're a baby because they find out things aren't working and they sort it out. Yeah. Or you have it much later because organs are failing. When you see it at my age, it's uh, generally what they see in alcoholics. It's <laughs> basically what she hmm. said. So what happens is you're, you're, you're this my, my potentially mm-hmm. my liver is so busy doing other things <laughs> that it has no time to <laughs> process B12 and and help me with that. It has uh, no time for what so it's made. You'll for. remember. I feel I, like maybe this isn't funny. <laughs> no, it's fine. You'll remember that I said I, I'm actually usually the one who brings up the alcohol to my doctor i wanted her yeah. to know all the well this was one of the first times where after the uh, diagnosis she's like you know so you know, do you drink a lot and i said oh yeah you, you know you might remember <laughs> right. that uh not only do i just drink a lot in general but it's sort of part of my job and that adds to it and, mm-hmm. and, and she's like how much i'm like yeah you know i don't know six to ten drinks a day and she, she's like, whoa. <laughs> she's like, yeah, you, you need to probably at least cut that in half. Which I think is jumping the gun. Because, of course you do. Well, uh, because well, you're an alcoholic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like if I can... T- I needed to run the experiment as well. So right. I, I feel like I should continue my normal yes. rate of drinking for the six-week period while I'm taking the supplements. And if my B12 goes back up to normal, well, then let's not be hasty, right? Right. Let's because not. B12 is the only marker that you have a failing <laughs> right. ner- that you right. have a failing system, right? Because and, of the alcohol. It's the only and, one I have to worry about now. And tingly feet. And tingly so your feet. liver enzymes are okay. Like your liver's is functioning. She didn't test for those again, but you might oh. remember that the last time I went in for testing, they were not. They were not. So. They were not good. Right. But she didn't run that test again. Oh. Okay. Well, I didn't and, ask. Her. And she also didn't remember <laughs> from when she met with you a week ago that you told her you also drank. 
six beers a day. I, I, no, I, didn't, I don't think I told her a week ago. I, oh. I think in whatever previous ones, I, yeah. Okay. So. What is the last time you had a physical? Like a real physical where you go in and they do the things and you walk on the treadmill and they're like, hey, fatty, exercise I've a little more. Never had that. Never. No, never. Walking on the treadmill is not normal. Never had that. But you don't need I've that. Well, if you're uh, they do other things to check you out. Like, you know. Like a full blood panel. If you, yeah, I get a full I blood panel every year. I'm pretty sure that's what I just had. Right. Because you're dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm getting one every year is stressful. It's overkill. You know. You, you wait yeah. until he only has going to so overkill yeah. you. He only you has so much blood. Yeah, exactly. Well, look, you wait until there's a problem, and then you go deal with it. I, I mean, why like create problems? Genetically, the cards are stacked against me in the land of in the area of health, so I, I try see. to be proactive. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Maybe I mean, you should look into that. I don't know. So uh, honestly, the 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 alcoholism yeah. potentiality there that doesn't that that doesn't make you just at least bring up a yellow light. Oh drinks, yeah, like, no, no. doesn't make you go like, hey, maybe no. I do drink a little too much, and I actually don't want liver failure at forty-five. So, I've never needed a doctor to tell me I drink too much. Right, I know it. Yeah, I just kind of, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with whatever is going to happen with that. Like I always say, mm-hmm. I'm not going to make it all that long anyway. Uh, I'm not saying I'm dying like in the next year or whatever, but, but I'm not going could. to make it much past the. 70 mark you but know you could uh, but you don't want to is that what you're saying you don't you don't want to make it or because i don't want to worry about it and okay. it's highly unlikely and so why is it highly I, unlikely i well because of i want to just live my life the way i want to live it okay. that's why it's highly unlikely. <laughs> right. you know and yeah. you, you know if you look at my my family tree they're all you know they, they all kind of fall off the cliff pretty pretty quick okay. except on carmel on carmel just turned 102 last oh, week well there you um, go does she drink she doesn't drink or smoke or anything but uh, she's still a virgin well, you missed that you missed that hey, she's never listen, cut her hair so. if y'all want to go live that kind of boring fucking life just so that you can live the last 20 years and not in pain mm-hmm. go for it mm-hmm. i don't uh, i'm ready to go in like screaming and kicking and fucking. <laughs> well, i don't know. think anybody in this room leads a boring life yeah most of us anyway uh um, <laughs> Speak for yourself. I'm just, I'm just curious. Yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that you're dumb for not doing it. I just, I just like to know the motivation behind it. That's all. Yeah, I have, no, I've never had a sense of denial about the drinking, uh, sure. or even in this case now the smoking. I know exactly yeah. the, uh, but I'm fine with it. I'm, you you know. are kind of like celebrating the fact that you found the gas pedal for life, and you kind of just <laughs> put, a, put a brick on it and fell asleep. Yeah. Like you're, yeah. <laughs> you picked up smoking. Yeah, I mean, hey, that he needed a hobby. People the, stop smoking at your age. Yeah, <laughs> pick I it up. The I definition of midlife and, crisis. Uh, maybe I thought of that, but yeah, I, don't I don't think so. I yeah. just think. Well, if he's going to die by it. seventy, he had he he hit his midlife crisis yeah. five years ago. Yeah. Exactly. I'm yeah. past that. I'm on Definitely. the downhill. I'm on the downhill <laughs> yeah, slope. I'm, I'm past my midlife yeah. crisis. This is actually yeah. making me yeah. really sad. Oh, you shouldn't be sad. I'm fine with it. Time to coast to the finish. Yeah. Exactly. It's all uphill from here. Look, if things really go bad, I'm going to pick up a gnarly drug habit, too, to, to like, deal with those symptoms. You yeah. know, like, when I hit Overdrive. the 65 mark or whatever and shit starts going bad, yep. I'm going to pick up a nasty heroin uh, problem. Well, because, <laughs> you know how many years that is from now? Uh, it is a while, yeah. But yeah. I don't want to get on the heroin too early. Okay. That's so you're planning on making it to 65? I, th- I think, uh, barring a massive heart attack, I don't okay. think the rest of my organs are going to fail before then. But uh, How's your cholesterol, by the way? 
think it's fine. Yeah? Yeah. Because that was a, an area of concern. You did the blood panel, but I, I don't remember. Yeah, that. I think I'm back to normal on that stuff. I'm and... so jealous of you. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> when you die, can I have your heart? <laughs> I don't think you want it. <laughs> no, probably yeah. not. Uh, so... I say good news. A little vitamin B12. I'm going to keep. Yeah, I'm man. not going to worry too much about the drinking right now. Okay. If if at the point of uh, you know um, I the supplements aren't working, right? Then uh, sure I can cut back. That's fine. But if uh, my B12 goes up and and I can still enjoy all the beer I'm drinking in between, I I feel like I've won. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. God bless, man. And that's that's good news. Yeah. Yeah. And I think replace so. it with a couple yeah. pounds of charcuterie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was the most important thing for me. I, I, I almost feel like I could give up beer uh, easier than I could give up charcuterie. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're right. They're right there. But Why don't you, uh, look, can we can we do a game? Because I would like to do bets on this. I want you to yeah. give up charcuterie for a month mm. and then give up beer for a month and see which one you actually last, which one you actually stick to. I don't like this game. I know, but I do, and I think it'd be you hilarious. You do a blood panel before yeah. and then afterwards. It involves self control. Yeah, yeah. like we could have like a, too much holding. We could do a pool. Like how many weeks it will 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 he actually weeks? make it the full thirty days? Hours. Who would need to be hours? Yeah. Well, there was that time mm. I tried to get him to drink. A gallon of water a day or something, and that lasted three yeah, days. But that's yeah. bad for you. That's not well, even no, good for you. It's yeah. bad for you. A gallon of water a, a day, water. that's way more than your, your body needs, and you're flushing out all the... I, don't know, I read a lot of articles about it. Yeah. I think for it to be bad for you, it'd be like three gallons a day. <laughs> like You'd really have to be overdoing it. But anyhow, yeah, that... Uh, yeah, I didn't... Um, I don't... I, don't know, I just lack self-control in these departments. <laughs> You know, in the in the vice department, I have plenty of self control in other departments. Sure, um, but like what? What other departments are well, there? Well, I would there are none. I would venture to say that to build up uh, the two companies that we have here uh-huh. um, that have given us careers and paid our bills and stuff requires uh, an enormous amount of uh, self discipline. That's true. And um, you're not drinking and, and driving. Self control. I don't drink and drive. Yeah. I don't. I work in a bar, but I don't really yeah. drink here unless we're doing a show. I don't drink all day. I don't. I think there's you know. Yeah, I think. Uh, uh, but like I said, admittedly, I'm, I'm not making excuses here. No, admittedly, no. in the vice department, you know, yeah. when I'm ready to uh, drink a beer, catch a buzz, smoke a cigarette, um, go to a strip club. Spoon heroin up your ass. That's pretty much yeah. going to happen. Yeah. I'm going to do that, those things and, and and be a happier person for it, you know. All right. I guess. Just wash the, those, <laughs> those vitamins down with... Uh Beer, that's oh, I've been yeah. doing yeah. it all week. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a sign you should homebrew more because you get all the yeast in there. You your vitamin B12 that way, so you're drinking yeah. your own homebrew. Are you trying to say there aren't plenty of cloudy beers on right. the market? Or just drink to, New uh, England-style IPAs. Yeah, exactly. I, just, I don't know. Does flour have vitamin B12 in it? <laughs> I don't, know, no, I don't think so. So well, that's good news, uh, I think. Yeah. I'll report back in six weeks. Okay. Uh, but in the meantime, I get to just keep on trucking. God bless. You know, and I'm not going to not gonna give anybody the hiv. Right. So that's fun. <laughs> All right. Not yet. And not yet. Because there are undetectable amounts. Yeah. I'm just I, kidding. I, I, I made fun. that up. I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> 
You're like Kate now. Like I've been having uh, <laughs> issues with my eye. Like not issues, but like I need reading glasses now and shit. Yeah. And Kate's like, you know, my my friend was having trouble with uh, sight, and she went and she had a tumor. <laughs> she had a brain tumor. Oh. Yeah. Like, Jesus, I Kate. Her out. Fucking. <laughs> There's no way Taryn does that shit too. Maybe no. I have a tumor. It's okay. When you maybe said your feet were going, time. when you said your feet were going numb, I thought about your eyes going bad too, and I was like, maybe he has MS. Oh God. Oh. No, she didn't test for that. I didn't so. voice it though. Yeah. Well, now you. Oh. And then uh, with the nerve damage in the feet, yeah. uh, it is potentially reversible. That's good. Oh, good. Oh, that's or great. The key word being potentially, because I also might be this way for life, but then hopefully the, mm, the no B12 worse. will at least stop it. But uh, I'm hoping for full reversal. Yeah. I tend to be pretty healthy, to be honest. Like, I do bounce back from these weird fucking things I get. Right. So Versus as long as shit. that's going to keep going for a while. Yeah. And then, it, that, and then it will completely stop happening. Okay. And I will die of a cold. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we got a great show planned for you tonight. Uh, we've got Barley Forge Brewing Company out of Orange County, California, in the studio, uh, as well as Kyle Sherman from the homebrew club, the OC Mashups. And we're going to learn about Barley Forge, and we're also going to learn about the OC Mashups Homebrew Club. Um, and then I think what will be a little more fun is we're going to learn how the local homebrew clubs down there in Orange County are working with their local breweries. And I think this would be great for our homebrewers in the audience and, and homebrew clubs in the audience to um, hear how they're doing different things uh, like competitions and how they hold meetings at the brew house and collaborating on beers. And we've got a lot of unique beer to try, including some homebrew tonight. So that'll be fun. So we're going to learn all about that. You can always call us at 888-401-BEER if you want to participate in the conversation. Or just hit the chat button. You go to the community on the homepage, and there's a little chat there. Um, you can get your questions over to Bevo. So... Join the show that way. Do it. All right, some quick announcements. The Spring Brews Fest is back this year. It's Saturday, April 1st, right here in Concord, California. You're going to see tickets on sale, potentially even this week. Um, so uh, Saturday, April 1st, mark your calendar. Uh, we've got our San Francisco Beer Week events happening here at the Hop Grenade as well. Uh, next week's session features Julian Schrago from Beachwood Brewing. Yeah. Great guy, great beer. And we're also going to have, I think, nine or ten different uh, Beachwood beers on tap oh, here man. at Perfect. the Hop Grenade. I might have to get a ride home. That night. Yeah, I think we're all yeah. uh, getting rides home that night. It's yeah. going to be a fun night. Uh, so you can come down and participate because we'll have the beer on tap. Um, and we've got several other things happening. Phantom Carriage will be here on Tuesday. Uh, Hen House will be releasing their double IPA. I think that's on Friday. Uh, so we really got a lot of stuff happening. You can go to the events page um, at thehopgrenade.com and come hang out with us here for SF Beer Week. Uh, Drake's Brewing Company has some cool events happening during SF Beer Week. I oh, yeah? Uh, a ton of them. Do you see the, the Sauenbrau uh, event that they're doing? Yeah, I've been there oh. a couple times. Oh, yeah. you've been to it before? Yeah, yeah, I, I've never been, but it looks awesome. Yeah, they do whole pigs and stuff like that. It's great. I love whole roasted pigs like yeah. that. Like, yeah. yeah. Just the flavor is amazing. It is really good. Uh, so they're doing that, uh, the Sauenbrau. Um, you can go to drinkdrakes.com and see their entire list of events. Um, I think they're doing like a brewer versus brewer. Uh, they got some cellar release going on. All kinds of good stuff. So go check them out at drinkdrakes.com. SF Beer Week. It's back upon us, Tasty. Mm-hmm. Um, the marathon that is, that is that. It's all about missed events. <laughs> yeah. Not what you get to go to is what you miss. You're going to go to the uh, gala, I, I am. I'm going to open gala. Yeah. And uh, also going to the Double um, IP Festival the next day. Uh, down at the Bistro. Yes. Right? Okay. That's been going on for years. It is. That's an exciting event. It's made event. number 14, I think. 
Really? Or 50. Whatever. It's probably number seven or eight for you. I've been to a few. Yeah. Well, I was trying to go late, so I just have a few beers. That's smart. <laughs> way outside my ABV. Yeah. Um, any other events? Uh, that That's all I have yeah. planned. I, well, the Celebrator I'll probably go to at the end. So. Yeah, okay. Uh, the, the middle I haven't even looked at. I'll probably be by, well, I'll be here Monday for the uh, Beachwood event, of course. Yeah, yeah. But I might come back for the Phantom Carriage event. They have here. good beer. Yeah. I'm excited about that one. All right, so check it out. You can go to thehopgrenade.com and look for that, or you can go to SF Beer Week and look for all the events. Uh, all right, you can do your Amazon shopping right through our homepage. Just click the Amazon link. You can do that in the U.S. and the U.K. It's a great way to support us. Many of you do it, and I appreciate it very much. Uh, subscribe and join the BN Army just by clicking the Donate button. If you become a recurring donor of $2 or more, you're entered into the More Beer Monthly Donation Giveaway, which is a chance to win a $100 gift certificate to More Beer. More Beer, the sponsor of this show, of course, and been with us for years, and they're good people. So, um, yeah, for as little as 2 bucks a month, you get entered in that. Plus, then you get our newsletter. Uh, you get uh, early ticket sales to different events, like uh, it's going to be BNA 12 this year. Wow. Our 12th anniversary party oh, in June. <laughs> Crazy. Um, yeah, We're talk, almost teenagers. Talking about uh, amazing to make it so far. <laughs> you know, I should bet if I make it to BNA 13. Lucky Ooh, number yeah. 13. Oh, yeah. Get yeah. to see boobies in movies. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Maybe that'll be our whole 13th party. <laughs> we'll just play a bunch of PG-13 movies. Oh, that'd and be great. Hang out that'd and drink really beer. Um, all right. Also, if you're already a recurring donor, please make sure that your address is current in PayPal, because that's how we notify you if you won the 100 bucks to more beer. All right, get updates and things and fun and laughs, lots of laughs, over on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just search uh, The Brewing Network over there. Yeah. Send feedback over to feedback at The Brewing Network. Send show ideas to Bevo, B-E-E-V-O, at thebrewingnetwork.com. All right, do we have a Twitter game today? We do, Justin. I thought we would. Uh, Twitter game is brought to you today by Great Fermentations. What a wonderful homebrew shop. You can go to greatfermentations.com. They've got the largest catalog of Blickman products on the web, and their staff is some of the best trained in the biz using Blickman products. Top-notch customer service and same-day shipping on many of the items. You can check them out at greatfermentations.com, and be sure to like them on Facebook. That would be GR8 Fermentation, and that's also Instagram. And Twitter. Go to greatfermentations.com. All right, what's our Twitter game? Well, as everybody in this room probably knows, there was a, a big sport event that happened yesterday, the Super Bowl. Oh. Uh, the New England Patriots came back yeah. and beat the Hotlanta Falcons. And yes. nobody really knows how. <laughs> it kind of just, <laughs> I think the Falcons were so stunned by Lady Gaga's um, performance. Which was something. It was pretty stellar yeah. with all the drones <clears throat> yeah. in the background and shit like that. They're doing a lot of that drone tech at Disneyland now. It's kind of cool. I oh, read today that? I read today mm. that the drones yeah. were recorded previously. Oh. Uh, I figured yeah. it might be an overlay. Yeah, Interesting. The, the drones were not live. Uh Still, Still cool. cool. Yeah, I agree. It yeah. didn't make it less cool to me. Because it did look like uh, um, I was watching it with uh, with my uncle, actually, was in town. And he's like, I thought that would that looks fake. It, and, you know, right. it, it, yeah. looks, it looked um, like, like it's superimposed. Yeah. 
But I'm like, no, they're fucking drones, bro. Don't even worry about it. I know these things. Uh, so I guess we were both right. Yes, it was. Su- they they were recorded previously. I thought for a second that her jumping, her standing on top of the stadium had been recorded uh, previously. But yeah. no, I think that was all done live. There's, there's a bunch of memes uh, now about about using some images from her like standing on the thing. And one's like, you'll never get to all the bombs in time, Batman. <laughs> She's like standing yeah. on the roof. The- anyway. It was um, a little weird. <laughs> She's hotter weird. than I remember. She's fucking hot. Yeah. I didn't remember her being she that She did way. a great job. She really rehearsed that really well, or she's really good at what she does. And both. The, yeah, the dancing was, <laughs> One or the other. was good. <laughs> Nothing in between. Uh, <laughs> One or the other. You name it. It was good, and she, like, mic dropped. Actually, she threw the mic. I saw that. Right. It was like, pfft. Killed it. And so I think yeah. the Falcons were so just caught off guard. She yeah. mic dropped and then self dropped. Right, yeah. yeah. I feel like she, <laughs> she fell. Got she threw fell. herself <laughs> to the floor. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking out. Which yeah. is way cooler yeah, than that. Yeah, what a about mic the drop. customary shot to see that she's okay? I, I'm kind of no, Yeah, you yeah. never that's saw true. that. I kind of missed that. What if that's the last time we see her? I was ah. going to say, I, we've nev- we haven't heard anything from right. her. Like, I have, I've texted her a few times. I haven't seen anything. Oh, she's not answering you? No. So I'm a little worried. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, she sacrificed herself. That'd be great. Just at the end, like this epic dance performance, pulls out a twenty-two. Just boom! See, I'm done. I'm, I was it. That's Why my not? pinnacle. Yeah. When you Kurt Cobain certain... did it. She can do it. It's fine. Yeah. Well, he was miserable. I'm tired of miserable people killing themselves. Why can't happy people do it? <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. I never understood that. Why not be like, hey, you know what? Things have been yeah. good. Well, I'm um, gonna get out of here before they get bad. Yeah, right. John Belushi is pretty. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Pretty happy, I feel. Um, who's the other big fat d- d- tub of he OD, Do ODs Chris count, Farley. though? Those are like accidental oh, offing yourself. I guess. I'm uh, talking about full on like, hey, things no. have been awesome. I don't think it happens. <laughs> Go out on top. Anyway, so right. our game is, if you had to brew a beer that embodied last night's Super Bowl game, what ingredients would you use? All right. And we've gotten some pretty... The famous Gordon Strong has actually uh, participated in this game tonight. Wow. Okay. Um, I feel like that's always a success. Yeah. When a very tall man like Gordon Strong participates. Celebrity participation. That's right. I like it. Whatever it is, it'll be a flat beer. <laughs> do we still send things to Twitter game winners? We do. Every time? Wow. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Maybe. All right. There's no way to know. All right. Should we do some feedback? Let's do it. Feedback is brought to you today by our good friend John over at the Beer Law Center. Go to BeerLawCenter.com and check it out. He protects our Hop Grenade trademark, as you all know very well. He works hard at that. In fact, he just negotiated another um, cease and desist for us. Really? Yeah, I'll be talking to you about the company who did that. They were with us. They they were very cool. They responded well. I think that is... um, you know, in part due to the way John approaches these things. He's uh, a, not only a professional, but he really understands the beer business and and, and not being a, an offensive, lawyery asshole when approaching different companies. So he does a really good job for us, and we get great results for it. Um, if you'd like to see the same, go to BeerLawCenter.com. All right. In the feedback today, first one is to JP. <laughs> <clears throat> Dear JP, yes, I just listened to the wild card brewing session and once ago, once again, heard you complaining about New England IPAs. All right, I believe it. I don't think you're lying. He says this usually doesn't strike a nerve with me because opinions are like JP's, but this time you said the only reason they're on the radar is because there's nothing else to talk about in beer right now. If they were a thing when sours were hot, they would have been overlooked. 
Yet, they're a recurring topic on every, and I mean every, session. And he goes on to say, I guess that's the lack of content and laziness. Um, the odd thing is, uh, yeah, JP. the only reason it's brought up is because you wrote in about it. So you're actually bringing it up. But anyway, go ahead. But it does. Uh, I'll, I still don't think he's lying in this case. It gets brought up pretty much every session. Probably. So he goes on to say, uh, if you've been a longtime listener of the Brewing Network, you can see that first it was IPAs that JP hated and, and why you don't like them. They're too hoppy. They're too bitter. They're not balanced, he says. That's not what I said. Okay. Um, what did you say? Uh, I don't like them because of the alcohol. I have uh, no problem with hops, no bitterness, unbalanced, balanced, whatever. I just don't like drinking 7% beer. I like to drink a lot of beer, but I don't necessarily like to get drunk. I want to drink okay. more beer, so that's that's why I don't really care for them. Fucking alcoholic. Uh, <laughs> or the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> so now he says, then the mad scientists in New England make a hop-forward beer that's more palatable to the masses, and you still complain. There are studies saying it's not improper brewing technique. Although some idiots dump flour in their beer. <laughs> it's just not what's been practiced in the past, he says. Mm-hmm. Learn to embrace the ever-changing beerscape. I think a step in the right direction, um, and this is a style that's here to stay. <laughs> All right. <coughs> there are studies. <laughs> there have been studies. There are. Right. Where this. people have said. By home brewers. You're right. This he, is not bad brewing. Yeah. He finishes the email by saying, I guess at the end of the day, this is just another way for JP to go against the grain and uphold his anti-mainstream identity. (laughs) If New England IPA succeed from the IPA genre and we put this matter to rest, oh, can we put this matter to rest if if it succeeds? Um, No. So here's to hoping you cram another New England IPA rant to fill up the airways. Tasty's cool. Bevo's cool. Justin's on vacation. Shut up, Beardy. Fuck you, JP. I'm out from Sean. There you go. So, yeah, I think if you've been listening to the show long enough, Sean, you know that um, the New England IPA could become the most popular beer on earth, and JP would never stop complaining. That's true. That's what I do. I think I I might be drinking one. Right now? Oh, oh yeah. She might Look be. That. It looks true. like a fucking mimosa. Yeah. You sure that isn't orange juice? It's really, <clears throat> I'm ashamed to say it's really good. Well, God bless you. Many of them are. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, I had a good one over the weekend. I went up to Moonraker Brewing Company. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, it, I do hate the look of it. I'm not going to lie mm-hmm. about that, but if I close my eyes, it was a wonderful tasting beer. See, and again, on one of my mini rants, um, I've, cl- no pun intended, clarified my stance on New England IPAs is you can get that flavor profile without making it cloudy. Yeah. You can do it. There are breweries who have been doing it and continue to do it. So why do we make it cloudy? Why does it have to look like that? That's To me, that's a gimmick. You mm-hmm. don't need it to be cloudy to have that flavor profile. Mm-hmm. I agree. There's a lot of yeah. juicy, juicy beers that are they're clear yeah. as, as can be. Right. Yeah. yeah. So... It's all about okay. where you put the hops. Yeah. yeah, go suck your mom's dick, Sean. <laughs> all right. Uh, Ryan writes in. Um, here he starts with offensive salutation and Bevo and Kim. Uh, thanks for all you do uh, for the brewing co- uh, community. Kim got a shout out. Look at that. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, thanks for all you do for the brewing community. I'm headed to Seattle in March. What breweries, beers, bars do I have to hit? We don't get a lot of West Coast beer here in Texas due to our labeling laws and such. Thanks for all the information and the dick jokes. 
Um, By the way, just to go back to Sean's email, mm-hmm. how did Warren skip out on getting the fucking hate on that? Because you and I are pretty much right there. I, with I find it, it amazing how much... You bring it up more than, you, yeah, than I do. Yeah, but everyone blames you for it, and <laughs> I'm okay with that. I think you actually started this whole yeah, bullshit. but everyone just wants me to shut up more than they want me to stop talking about this. I think you have more of a grading... Uh, personality <laughs> to people. So I do. when they think back, that's just what they remember. Where's the revolver? <laughs> what didn't I like? Oh, it was JP. Yeah. That's right. I uh, think I'm the happiest I'm ever going to be right now. Give me the gun. Yeah. All <laughs> they remember is Beardy shut the fuck upping and and you. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess I'm a little more aggressive about it. Yeah. 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 I mean, um, I will dump any New England IPA you put in front of me on the floor. So... <laughs> That's pretty aggressive. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how you get more aggressive. I'll save it and put it in your gas tank at night while you sleep. Thank you. No, that's just me. All right. So he's asking for recommendations on uh, breweries, beer, and bars. You know, I I just kind of jogged my memory a little bit on this one, Ryan. These are all breweries, and they're actually uh, in the Seattle area, not necessarily in Seattle, but I I think you'll find their beer uh, about. And if anybody else has something to throw in here. But um, Ruben's Brews. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got to do that. They're in Ballard. I don't know exactly where that is in relation to Seattle. So I think it's northern it, uh, Seattle. Oh, uh, so Warren and I went yeah. there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very close. Yeah. And isn't Pike? Uh, yeah, Pike is actually in, in Seattle, downtown Seattle. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, I was never the biggest fan of Pike. Yeah, of, they're of just Pike. A, a regional brand. <laughs> and it's a, it's like a... a um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? They're, they're, they're old school. Yeah, they're yeah. like one of the first. Mm-hmm. So... Um, yeah, but Ruben's yeah. Brews was the they were on the show a while back too. They and, had and stellar beer yeah. on the show, and then when we went back last year, uh, stellar beers. They've been mm-hmm. winning a lot of awards yeah. too. Um, and then I put uh, Chuckanut Brewery on there. Now yep. they're way up in Bellingham, but I do believe they've started um, some sort of distribution now, or at least they were planning it. Okay. So yes. that's great. I guess I put them on a list, hoping that you'll be able to get them in Seattle. You can get their Pilsner in Seattle. Okay, mm. we had it there when we were yes. up there. Yeah, which that is just an, an amazing beer. So yes. look for that. Um, and then one of my old favorites, and, and has been for years, they're just outside of Washington and Redmond, is Black Raven. Brewing Company. Oh, yeah. And they make all sorts of different types of beers, including sours and barrel-aged, but then also you're going to find some really nice uh, uh, clean beers from them, too. Mm -hmm. So those were my three. I would add uh, Lucky Envelope. Oh, I think I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Barry over there. Um, Where the fuck else did we go? I don't remember. I know we went to... About two other breweries if on the you, last day. I, all I remember about the last day was the Chocolate Factory. That's right. There's a Chocolate Factory yeah. uh, next to Brower's Cafe, Belgian Beer Cafe. Oh, of course. That's, that's, a, good. that's yeah. a beer bar you have to go to. In yep. fact, that is one of my favorite beer bars in the country. That's really good. Uh, you know, I took a lot of cues from them when we were uh, designing the Hop Grenade. I, Brower's, you can't miss that. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me about You're that. Very, very welcome. That's a good one. All right, so there you go. Uh, that'll get you started, and yep. pretty much you're not going to have a bad beer experience anywhere uh, you go. I think I'm so. going to be up there in March for that uh, Pacific Northwest Home Brewers Conference. Yeah, you know, Tasty, I'm, I was looking at that the other day. I'm trying to go. I'm trying to set up a thing and, and, and have a booth there, and I got to talk to you about this too, JP. But to I, where? I want to this Pacific Northwest Home Brewers Conference. Oh, yeah. It's March 17th and 18th. and I'm free. Um, but I want to drive the RV, but I also got to go to Colorado for our 
Fort Collins hop grenade thing. Oh, they called. They canceled that oh. whole build. Oh, you mean oh. Yeah. oh, okay. Well, then I guess uh, we're all doing this. Uh... Yeah. They called. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. I didn't tell you. You might have us tagging along with you there, Tasty. Oh, that's okay. I, I got to figure that that's out. That's no problem at all. <clears throat> it, it looks so Sounds fun. great. So, I actually really want to go to that, too. Am I allowed to? Yeah, Let's for go. sure. <laughs> the problem with taking the wagon, though... I prefer to fly. That it leaks like a... (laughs) Let's fly. Well, then, so you guys are paying your own way to go to the Pacific Northwest Homebrews Conference. Let's take the wagon. I'll bring a raincoat. It'll be great. (laughs) Because between uh, hotel and flights and you name it, you you know how the BN's budget is. So, well, we'll talk about it this week and figure out what we're going to do. Yeah, that'd be cool. All right. Um, Warren can't go. No, it'll be... I'll be turning 31, so I'll be very depressed that weekend. That's fine. You can borrow my gun. Okay, thanks. All right, let me get through these last couple things here. Um, Somebody brewed the BN Collaboration Stout, I guess, that you guys talked about on the Christmas show. On the Christmas show. Um, He says it's been kegged and carved, and fuck, it's good. Nice. Good job. He says he he did change the recipe a little bit, up the gravity, (laughs) and did half pale chocolate and half dark. Okay, because I think we did keep it a, a, a kind of a lower gravity, right? Warren, low-ish, low-ish, but not like, like sub four. six. Yeah, yeah. And then is that recipe available? Yeah, the recipe is available. If you go to the website and look up yeah. a BN collab, uh, just put collab in there. Uh, it was the twelve twenty twenty sixteen show, and you can get that recipe. But he said it's great. Um, <clears throat> And then he goes on to say, on another note, I was listening to the Jester King interview, and it made me think of this. There's a website out there called FBOHotties.com. He says, FBOs are places at airports where you go to get airplane gas. So I guess, I'm, I'm assuming he means like small airports if you're, right. if you're, a, pilot. <laughs> you're a pilot. Uh, and they famously always have hot chicks working there. So there's a website about it. He says, in the interest of keeping up your misogynistic reputation, <laughs> I think we need a Brewer Hotties website. He says, uh, I don't think we're going to do that. No, I don't think we're going to do that. But I am on FBOHotties.com, and there's pretty ladies that work in the world. Just holding gas would, pumps or would, what? Would no, you say they're, they're, like at, they're at terminals, and they're at behind desks. I mean, they're, they're pretty. They're, look, shocker, news alert, out of the 7 billion people in the world, some are actually really pretty. Okay. Yeah. And some of them are on websites. Right. All right. Here's a long one, but it's kind of funny, so I got to do it. Mark from New Zealand wrote this in. I think you're going to like this, Tasty. Actually, I think you're going to hate it, but you're going <laughs> to like gonna it. You're going to get a kick, out of it. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. a kick in the balls. My dearest brewcasters, I must write to tell you how glorious it is to feel the chemistry between JP and Justin again. They're both terrific hosts in their own rights, but the unicorn and the rainbow combined is a special kind of magic. <laughs> which is which? I would agree with that. You'd I think I'm the rainbow. No, I'm the rainbow. You're unicorn. I'm unicorn. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Okay. Um, So he says so much so that I had an amazing accident while listening to the show. Here goes. I returned home from work because, uh, sorry, I returned home from a work barbecue with nine pints under my belt and a gut full of meaty goodness. I leered at the wifey with my usual charm that comes from having a skin full of booze. Skinful, I like that. Skin. And realized I needed to sober up if I wanted to get some action. So I took my pitcher and my pint glass into the shower with me to wake up. And he my says, "Pitcher and pint glass." <laughs> yes, yeah. he does say, "I am aware that this defeats the purpose." <laughs> he says, "I put on the show while in there to catch up and uh, caught the phenomenal tale of the toe troubles, which I guess is my was my health issues okay. last Your dead week. Feet. I'm yeah. assuming." Here we go. Dead feet scroll. He says, 
I laughed so hard that my drunk ass fell down in the shower and <laughs> proceeded to poop out the barbecue from laughing oh, so wow. hard. Oh. Well, if you are going to shit yourself. <sighs> he says, not a huge eruption, but still enough to make me laugh even more. <laughs> yeah. Did more Which come then out then resulted in more gas, but <laughs> thankfully no more oh, butt nuggets, man. he says. Oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, wow. You shouldn't have laughed. So he says, well, my laughing, crashing, and further laughing alerted wifey, and she started to come into the bathroom to see if I needed another trip to the hospital. Um, mad panic ensued as I scurried to save my dignity, dignity by waffle stomping the evidence down the drain. I was going to say, man. Oh, God. Oh. Uh, dignity kind of saved, except for her commenting on the whole room smelling like fecal matter. <laughs> so he actually thanks us again for the magic that we bring and the carnage by proxy that we create. And please get Doc to wake up. He's become the new Tasty with his falling asleep and going silent during shows. I miss that mad little fucker. Yours in stupidity, Mark from New Zealand. Mark. Wow. Well, Mark, thank you for one of the best emails we've gotten in a long time. Yeah. And uh, We're not going to pay your plumber. And for no. that visual. <laughs> oh, man. Waffle stomping the evidence. Yeah. <laughs> what if the next time the shower just clogged and it was filling up with water. Uh, brown can you would plunge be sewage. A shower? Yeah, yeah. Brown water. You can plunge your shower. <laughs> JP uh, knows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't work very well, but it, it, it it's can possible. be done. Yeah. All right, let's get ourselves to a break. Uh, we've got a lot to do today. So when we come back from this break, we've got yeah. Barley Forge Brewing Company on the program, as well as uh, Kyle from the Orange County Mashups. We're talking homebrew. Hang in there. It's the session. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can, featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. The Vault. Created by White Labs. The Vault is a collection of new, creative, and unique yeast strains from around the world. These strains have never been available to homebrewers. Most have not even been available to professionals. You have the power to release the yeast. Through the Vault, White Labs is giving you the power to decide which strains are put into production and giving you the opportunity to brew with these strains. 
Visit whitelabs.com slash the vault and pre-order the yeast strain of your choice and encourage your friends to do the same. Once 250 pre-orders have been achieved, White Labs will put that strain into production. The strain will be mailed directly to your doorstep, ready to make the beer you've always wanted to brew. This program was created with the home brewer in mind. White Labs is relying on you to help release these strains, which may blaze the way for future new and unique beers. Help release the yeast. Visit whitelabs.com slash the vault. Brewing Great Beer is a process of continuous learning, and the best books on every aspect of brewing can be found at Brewers Publications, with more than 50 awesome titles like Modern Homebrew Recipes by Gordon Strong, Designing Great Beers, The Ultimate Guide to Brewing Classic Beer Styles by Ray Daniels, American Sour Beers, Innovative Techniques for Mixed Fermentations by Michael Tonsmeyer, For the Love of Hops, The Practical Guide to Aroma, Bitterness, and the Culture of Hops by Stan Hieronymus and Radical Brewing Recipes, Tales, and World Altering Meditations in a Glass by Randy Mosher, plus many, many more. These are the books and the authors with the knowledge to push your brewing farther than you thought possible. And you'll find them all at fine homebrew and book retailers everywhere. And visit the website at BrewersPublications.com. Brewers Publications, all the best on beer and brewing. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, More Beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. Morebeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. Morebeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to morebeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of The Buzz, The Forum, The Learning Center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Marin Brewing Company in Northern California has been making award-winning beers for more than 25 freaking years. Today, I want to tell you about their new 12-ounce cans of Mount Tam Pale Ale. The good stuff, Mount Tam is bright gold, 5.5% ABV to keep you feeling good, and has been winning awards since 1989. If you're visiting the Bay Area, get your butt out to Marin Brewing Company. They pour tasty beers and serve great food every day until midnight. Come in for a tour, stay for the food, and pick up... A six-pack of cans of Mount Camp Pale Ale to enjoy at home, camping, biking, or whatever the hell you do. Owner Brandon Moylan has this to say about Marin Brewing Beers. It's freaking awesome. Marin Brewing has won more than 100 gold medals in international competitions. Check out MarinBrewing.com for all their award-winning beers, food, and merch. Marin Brewing Company in Larkspur, California. Award-winning taste, refreshing finish. It's freaking awesome. Hello, this is David Walker from the Firestone Walker Brewing Company. You are listening to The Session on the Brewing Network. All right, welcome back. 
to the program. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Before we move forward, i got to remind you about uh, White Labs and, of course, their, their new Yeast Vault project. If you haven't visited the White Labs Yeast Vault yet, uh, you can, it's, a, it's a collection of yeast strains that White Labs has been curating for more than 20 years. And some of the strains have never been available until now. You can go to whitelabs.com slash the vault to check out the current list and pre-order the strain that you want released. And there's a whole bunch there. Um, once there are 250 pre-orders, the strain goes into production and yeast shows up at your door. So help release the yeast over at whitelabs.com slash the vault. All right. We are here today with Barley Forge Brewing Company. We've got uh, operations manager Sean O'Shea in the studio with us. Hello, hello. Yeah, welcome, Sean. It's good to have you, man. And then we've also got uh, some of the crew from the uh, Orange County mashups in the studio. We've got uh, Kyle and Scott on the mic, right? Yeah. All right. That's us. Both home brewers with the with the OC mashups. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And but Scott's actually even more than that. Scott actually runs a homebrew shop that's right outside of OC mashups called uh, Homebrew Supply. Okay. Cool. All right. Here's what we're gonna have to do with you guys. You're you're gonna use the mic one at a time. So oh, move it to your face. Whoever's gonna and when it's not you, move it to the other face. Like, all the way to the other face. Like this. Otherwise, people are going to... Comp- See, here's the problem. I get all the shit for it. Uh, for the next month, people will complain, I didn't get to hear Kevin or Kyle. Well, there was no Kevin. Bob. Um, yeah. I didn't get to hear anybody. You can f- I'll forward those emails to them. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Why don't you fix the audio in the studio? So, just, yeah. Cause... I used to be an audio engineer in the 40s, and let me tell you, yeah. I'll fix your tubes. <laughs> it took years before I finally got an email from somebody who acknowledged that um, and, and this is me letting you off the hook too like, like I've always done finally acknowledged yeah. like ah uh, you know what I realized that the guests that you have they're like they're brewers they're not broadcasters they don't know how to come in and always be a and I'm right. like no shit yeah. you asshole how many episodes did that take it took eight years before I finally got that email and I just was like thank you and it, <laughs> You know, in yeah. this case, we're bigger idiots because we're homebrewers. <laughs> we're not even professional. Profe- <laughs> yeah. the professional worst, nothing. The worst kind exactly. of idiots. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was so relieved that day. Yeah. I was like, one person in the audience understands. Anyhow, all right. So, uh, so we're going to do uh, two things today. We're going right. to talk about uh, barley forge brewing beers, and we've got uh, some in front of us right now. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about how homebrew clubs uh, collaborate with breweries like Barley Forge. Sean, you're also a member of the OC Mashups. Yeah, I am the uh, president and also the founder of oh. OC Mashups. How long has OC Mashups been around then? Since November of 2014 okay. was when we had our first meeting at. Barley Forge. Um, it was kind of funny because found out that a brewery, Barley Forge, was opening up right down the street from me, um, about two miles away. And of course, I'm, I was like a little schoolboy, super excited about <laughs> yeah. that. And um, I would harass Greg Nyland, the owner, about you know getting a job there as assistant brewer. I was currently working in automotive marketing and just needed an out. Been home brewing for a few years, and I would email him like once a week about getting a job there. No response. <laughs> but as soon as I came up with the idea of starting a homebrew club, I 
asked Greg if it was a possibility of us having our meetings there. Within 10 minutes of sending that email, <laughs> I, I got it back. Absolutely great. Let's do it. Greg was homebrewing wow. for about 20 years prior to starting Barley Forge. So, okay. you know, he's decorated part of the uh, Maltos Falcons and the uh, Pacific Gravity as well, I think, uh, the other club. So he was really excited. So, you know, there's a, a few of us that, you know, had similar uh, interests in brewing, and I thought it would be, a, you know, a great thing to do. And, you know, started the club, had our first meeting November 2014th at, uh, I mean, 2014 at Barley Forge. And that was right around the time that Scott started, uh, opened up his homebrew shop. So um, Barley Forge actually opened their doors, had their uh, their opening, their grand opening, October 25th of 2014. So we're talking like a month after they opened their doors. We wow. started the club. Okay. And we've all kind of been around the same amount of time. So, And then uh, shortly after starting the club, I saw a job posting, I think, on Craigslist about sales assistant and got hired on as that. And then how Some, many more emails did you have to send to? <laughs> Just a couple. At this point, I had a really good rapport with um, the owners, with Greg and his wife, Marianne, you know, running the club, having some uh, our meetings there, knew that I was actually capable of doing things, um, starting the club and, you know, following through. So, um, yeah, and then I somehow just got into the position of operations manager. It's okay. kind of like multiple hats and, you know, there's pretty much doing everything that needs, you know, that, that isn't being done or that needs fixing or it's like a glorified janitor. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much, you know, Which, by the way, is the same as being an owner. So without, without <laughs> the stress. So good luck. Yeah. yeah. No, it's been, it's been super fun. And, uh, you know, we created this really cool, uh, trifecta on Randolph Ave, um, which is where Barley Forge is and Windsor Homebrew Supplies. So okay. we're, um, kind of in the, it's called the Sobeka area of Costa Mesa, South on Bristol, I don't know, something arts. Okay. Uh, gentrified. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Fully gentrified. Yeah. Gentrified. And uh, so there's. No you guys are fully anywhere. gentrified. Right. No parking. <laughs> You've kicked no. out no parking. All culture whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. it's zero culture. Everything left. is spray painted tan. <laughs> Everything yeah. is uniform. Well, and I was going to say to Sean, you're you're much less um, hipstery than I expected you to be. And here's why. Let me let me just say why. Because I'm, I'm reading through your. Uh, we always send out a questionnaire, and and Sean writes back his first. Sentence Sentence in the daily in what is his daily role goes like this, JP. Yeah, I usually ride into the brewery and start my day with a glass of cold brew coffee. Mm-hmm. And I read that and I was like, oh Jesus Christ! While I'm yeah. waxing my mustache. Yeah. but but it is a fixed gear bike. Too. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. That's where I stopped reading the email. a beach cruiser. And then he's like, uh, pictures of my fixed gear bike are attached to this email. <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't go that no. far. So I'm pleasantly relieved that you're not actually that douchey. Just uh, just look like it on paper. I would have a mustache, but I can't grow one. So. <laughs> okay, yeah. It was blotchy, and, <laughs> yes. which is not hipstery at all. No. <laughs> Although, that's soon it will be. <laughs> all right. So you got a cool little uh, beer community down there with mm-hmm. the homebrew shop and, and the brewery right there. And now the uh, homebrew club is having their, their meetings there. Yes. Was... Th- was there ever a legality issue with that from from the brewery? I remember that there was a time yeah, it just that there was mm-hmm. a, now it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ish. Now now it's fine. Um, what was illegal about it, Tacey? Do you remember? 
With just having a violation beer? of license. It Outside only, beer. They can only right. serve beer in a license uh, has an invoice for. Okay. okay. Right. Well, or the, made the owner is also a lawyer, and he dug into this. And basically, in order for us to pour home brew, you know, in the brewery, someone, some of us had to be lead certified, which is from the state. So it's basically this uh, safety course that you go to. Call server. Yeah, okay. and all of our front of house servers are lead certified. So sure. I went yeah. and got that done. So I was able to pour, which was a pain in the ass to pour beer at each of our meetings. So you, for only you could pour. Oh right. Now there was a couple other guys who were lead certified as well. Um, well but I've now heard, I've never heard of this. This is it in the ABC code, is it? Mm, I don't. Yeah. I don't think so. It. It's you know you, you pay like thirty bucks. You go sit in this three hour class well, put on by yeah. the I know by the state. We, we Festival. Requires that at least one person in the club have that. Yeah, there is. In fact, everybody that pours. But that's under the fia- the, the festival format, where the festival uh, charity is the homebrew club. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Other, otherwise, homebrewers are allowed now to take their homebrew out of the home to share for, for tasting purposes. That's what you're doing. When yeah. You take it to Valley Forge and. Uh, and uh, and it's under the license. It's legal now. But yeah. the, the way the law is written, at least I thought, is that it has to be somewhat formal and organized and kind of sectioned off with it. You can't just walk into a bar, the, sit at the bar, and crack open your homebrew. So brew. it can so be we, open to the public. So it's it's a, it's a private right. thing. As long as yeah. it's just homebrewers in a okay. space, it's fine. Like yeah, a homebrew so, club at a bar. Yeah, so we okay. meet in the back of the bar, and we okay. always we would have make sure like before the law passed that everyone who was pouring was lead certified oh. and worked with Barley Forge in some way to assure that, to have that assurance on on their staff basically. Gotcha. So they always knew what was going on. Greg's a lawyer, so he's looked into the laws yeah. like extensively before then. But you know now now uh, thanks to that law, we can have anyone pour, and it makes our meetings run a lot oh, more smoothly. It, it works out so much better because now whoever is bringing the beer can pour. And walk around and talk about it yes. rather mm-hmm. than just having, you know, whoever's lead certified out there pouring and then then having the brewer talk about it afterwards. So, yeah, it works out pretty, pretty good. And, um, you know, Kyle's, you know, I, I am the founder, but Kyle's actually been doing a lot of, uh, you know, diligence and helping this club grow and, and get bigger. We are uh, now part of the uh, the Orange County Brewers Guild, um, which which is great. We actually just partnered up with uh, Bootleggers uh, Brewery in Fullerton, and the winner of that um, the competition I, we we did bring his beer. Uh, Gabe, he's the actually the VP of the club, gets to brew that beer on Bootlegger's pilot system. Oh, nice! So, and Danny. Oh, and Danny. Danny. I'm sorry. Yeah, and Danny, Danny Kemp, and Gabriel Adler. That sounds fixed to me. <laughs> Is that the VP? No, oh, you wins. wouldn't believe yeah. how bad it sounds sometimes. It's all uh, BJCP sanctioned uh, competition where we have no. Uh, role with the actual competition, but it was w- one of these competitions. It was like, yeah, but you got first place, really. So, uh, <laughs> well, oh, wait right. a second. <laughs> so, sounding my, a little fucked up. Yeah. Uh, my, yeah, yeah, I'm the only member. Okay. R- R- Renee Rodarte and myself brewed this beer. It scored the highest, but it was too weird for bootleggers to brew. It's just like they're like, yeah, no, we're not gonna, we're not gonna brew this. This has got tamarind and cardamom and star anise in there we're just gonna brew the pecan brown that sounds a lot better okay all right they reserve the right they do yeah. and we said that from the start so it's up to the brewer i can't blame them 
Honestly, yeah, I mean, how, yeah. I mean, as a brewery, well, you're trying to you're trying to make money. Yeah. How, yeah, how are well, you? Right. Even though that, that beer sounds yeah. good, and we have it, and I hopefully we'll get to try it tonight. Yeah, um, and I I can't, I I would be a little gun shy too. Like, what the fuck yeah. did we just do? Right? They have well, to we, sell it. Yeah. yeah, we met with the brewer um, Robert of Bootleggers prior to like releasing the style guidelines for this competition, and he's like, oh yeah, we, we like weird stuff. That's cool. Yeah, you could pretty much do whatever you want as long as it's not like a wild or sour beer. I'm like, oh yeah. We could get your shit. We could get. We could get real you. I love that. He'll never say that again yeah. to anybody. Next year it's amended. Like okay, defined ingredients. Right. You can't yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. Right. What I meant was fucking barley, yeast, water, and hops. Yeah. yeah. Bootleggers do make a chili beer that's very good. It's like how many adjuncts that's do we put it. in here? It's pretty much too many. Yeah. <laughs> How many uh, club members in the mashups now? We've got two uh, versions of of the club. You know, there's the, um, the slackers and the yeah. And the well, doers. actually, uh, Gabe, our VP, came up with this. Uh, there's a, a paid membership which gives everybody access to the competitions and outside you know events from the from the meetings from the monthly meetings. That's called the grist membership. Okay, and then all the uh, the 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 freeloaders. Uh, those are called the, uh, the the adjuncts. Okay, um, but we still invite everybody to come to our meetings once a month. Um, but we put on you know uh, a variety of other extracurricular beer events um, every quarter, which Kyle can talk a little bit more about those too. Wait, and so why don't the freeloaders pay any what do they get that the payers get uh or what do they not get i guess well, I the, whole, the whole idea is to you know have everybody become a grist member okay. um, so we want to invite everybody to come into these um open club meetings once a month at barley forge um but in order to you know enter the competitions come to our events um you know pretty much we do four events every quarter. Um, at least that's what we're shooting for. So that's what the paid members get. I see. Yeah. I mean, and then adjunct, adjunct members are just guys waiting to decide whether they want to become Grist members? Like, Yeah, that's, that's try yeah, out yeah. The it's, it's an introductory offer, basically. I like, like well, this that model. Sense. That's why that I wanted you to clarify it. I think it sounds like a, a really clubs, good model. A lot of clubs say, like, well, if you've been here a few months, it's probably time you need to pay dues. Well, yeah. That, that kind of yeah. And, I mean, we like we like to, if they pay dues right away, obviously, yeah. but uh, – but you know, some we've had some members who have been adjunct for a long time because they're just not interested in doing other things, and we're okay with that. Because, sure, you know, we've got enough seating for them. Everything's great. They can come once a month, bring their beer, and share it. So basically, our tasting meetings are what's up to anyone. I and see. then basically, we do four competitions a year, four private events a year, where it's like we get, uh, like we've done a camp at a for. Uh, at Camp Nyland, which is the owner's uh, campsite in Jericho. Uh, Joshua this, Tree. Oh, Joshua, Joshua Tree, thank Tree, you. Yeah. Nice. We did this awesome closing party at Noble uh, Brewery Tarot and Bottle Logic, where they like rolled out the red carpet for us wow. to make sure that we had like a really exclusive event. Um, and you know, and then we also do four club brews on the Barley Forge system every year. The, the pilot well. system. It's a uh, twenty-gallon more beer. Um, horizontal, you know, Herm system. Okay. So it was Greg Nyland's homebrew setup when he lived in Topanga, and now it's at Barley Forge, hooked up with a natural gas line. It's it's really nice to have that. So you know, I brew the pilot batches at Barley Forge on that, and also we do our, our club brews on that system as well. Okay, 
Yeah, that's a sweet setup. Yeah, and I was yeah, reading right. through your notes about all the different kinds of beers that you do on that system for the tasting room. Oh, yeah. it's um, You do some gnarly shit. <laughs> I, yeah, I like doing some weird stuff. Um, we just started doing what we call the crew brews, which is we take you know members of the Barley Forge staff and um, we collaborate on what style of beer they want to do. Um, there's you know We started doing that. We're about four or five of those deep, and we're going to kind of work our way through the staff. But... Um, Actually, on Friday, Greg Nolan uh, and myself brewed a smoked Irish uh, red ale, which, you know, using the cherrywood smoked malt. So it's, you know, we get all of our ingredients over at Windsor Homebrew Supply. We don't use any of our, um, you know, brewery ingredients. So we keep it strictly, you know, homebrew style. But the benefit is being able to put it on tap in the tasting room in the keyser. We've got a keyser set up um, okay. next to the bar with our corny kegs and everything. So it and sounds like a tasty beer, actually. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, based off of uh, Jamil's uh, um, Irish Red recipe, which Ooh. is okay. always a great place to start for any any beer. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's, <laughs> start with the Irish Red, yeah. make it right. anything else. End right. up with a Dormunder. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually the basis for all of our beers yeah. at Forge. Yeah, it it all depends on you know what the finished beer is, not really what you set out to brew. Okay, so, yeah, you know, that's. And I would imagine that your pilot batches are pretty popular at the tasting room uh, because of the way you're uh, allowed to experiment. And I just reading through some of the descriptions, they they're, they're all stuff mm-hmm. that I would want to try on the board too. So yeah, you can't get fun. your hands on them. Really? If you come in two days later, they're gone. Well, at 20 gallons at a time, right? Yeah, so, four cornies and yeah. just rip through it. So. I've been telling them that they need to step up their uh, pilot patches. Yeah. For year, for well, maybe. Well, it's labor intensive, too, isn't it? Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a five hour brew day. And how many much. times are you doing that a month, do you think? Uh, once a month. Uh, okay. You know, be, <laughs> trying to fit that into the, uh, the schedule is tough yeah. because of the. Uh, all the other stuff that's going on at the brewery distribution and um, inventory management and all that stuff. So it is nice to be able to do that once a month. And when you do these collaborations with the with the club, uh, the members are allowed to come in and actually brew with you, or do you just kind of design the recipe well, together? Well, uh, yeah, usually I'll, I'll put together a recipe, but the uh, the the grist members do come in. Um, they can help. Um, but I find like it's tough for me to let go, so I'm like doing everything. Yeah. And so I'm gonna uh, the next brew that we're doing, um, it's gonna be a um, a lambic kind of um, experiment. So I'm gonna step away from that and just kind of be there to show them how to use the system if they need it. But yeah, last couple of brews, Sean's finally started training me on that system. <laughs> okay. Rather than him kind of holding the gun the whole time sure well you're going to serve it in your tap room so i I understand this feeling you you know you got to make sure it's done right well the the club brews are actually a little different we'll just bring in carboys and you know we'll bring those home and ferment those at home but anything that is fermented at uh, Barley Forge, we can sell there. If we take it home and ferment it, Got it, it. we can't put it on tap at Barley oh, Forge. So they can fuck that yeah. up. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. they can. Exactly. I'm like, yeah, you guys want to do Lambic? Sure, go ahead. This is where we're going to blow up the equipment. Yeah. Or the brewery. I can see that. <laughs> With an owner that's a lawyer and all the liabilities of having home brewers actually working in a brewery, is there a big, giant seven-page release form? <laughs> Um, not not on the brewery side, but I think we're going to start as a club um, having waivers that we sign. Um, whoever's there, you know, closed toed shoes, you know, all that stuff. But, yeah. You know, we want to um, have the the club not be liable for anything as well. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just safety protocol. Um, 
typically wear wear pants, uh, closed toed shoes, pants, typically. not shorts. I'm out. It yeah. sounds yeah. like it's, a miserable yeah. day. Yeah. So you're not wearing you pants have right to now. Clarify that, but it's still a gray area. <laughs> yeah, maybe well, closed toed shoes for sure. Maybe pants. I don't know. Whatever you want. Right. It's fine. <laughs> Flip flops and my fucking bikini underwear. <laughs> Your bikini top. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm showing up to brew in. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Picture that. I am. Yeah. I, I can't get it out of my mind right now. I will show it around. It's a t-shirt only party. Yeah. Yes. Yes. optional. Right. Well, let's do a little segue quickly into the beer that's in our glass because we've got your uh, Dortmunder from yeah. Barley Forge. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all big fans of this style of beer in this room, and this is a great example of it. And it's nice to have a clear beer in my glass. Uh, <laughs> oh, Always got a well, yeah. I didn't. I was just. Maybe we should just say there's no B12 in this glass. Fuck. That's how we should refer to it. All right. There you go. <laughs> well, yeah. then I have to switch back. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so tell us about the beer. So this is um, a Dortmunder export lager, which is kind of like a recently revived, almost extinct style. Um, I know you guys had Old Republic on mm-hmm. once before they had their uh, Dead Canary, um, which was a great name, by the way, also. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, this is uh, from the Dortmund region of Germany, where mining was um, a big way of life there. And um, this is what the miners would drink mm-hmm. after a long day uh, of working in there. And the, you know, this is called Grandpa Tractor, five uh, percent uh, Pilsner, Bow Pills, Northern Brewer, and a uh, Swiss Lager strain, um, which ferments pretty quickly. It's uh, this is our lowest uh, year-round uh, ABV beer. Okay, five percent. So from that perspective, from the ABV and the mouthfeel, uh, it's a wonderful beer all around. Um, it's a lot closer to uh, a Dortmund from Dortmund than I've I've had in a long time. I was just there recently, and and it has uh, that profile. It's really well done. It's a little less on like the German malt side coming through, but I think that's how you got it to be so light and light in alcohol mm-hmm. and, and everything else. You know what I mean? Tell me about the water yeah. in the beers. It seems like yeah. did you use a uh, I don't, softer water? Or? Uh, yeah. I, you know, our head brewer, uh, Kevin Buckley, um, does some salt additions. Um, we've got a really cool filter that um, does a little bit more than carbon filtering. Um, not quite RO, but he'll, he'll add some salts back into it. I don't know the exact uh, water um, profile that he uses on it, but it is fairly soft. But the water without salts would be fairly soft? Yes, okay. yeah. Water, what is it traditionally? It tastes it hard. Well, I mean, uh, Dortmunder beer is going to kind of be kind of minerally, actually. But yeah. yeah, you'd add something into that area that make it kind of give that character. I see. I like the water uh, balance in this beer. It's really good. Yeah. One thing that's interesting is you know water in Costa Mesa. It, since we're in the South California region, everything comes from an aquifer, so water is absolutely terrible. Got it. So carbon filtering and doing more than that is like essential to Standard. any processed beer that you're going to pull out because. Our water's full of chloramines and anything you could think of. Got it. You mean sure. our water. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought right, we yeah, cut you're off. You're welcome. I thought aquifer. we cut you off a long time ago. I don't know like, what That's that all means. you have left you is the aquifer. <laughs> so, <laughs> so an aquifer is basically an underground lake. Yeah. So whenever they extract it, it runs through all the rocks and the minerals and mm. everything that's Don't look at me. There. Look at JP. He's an <laughs> idiot. At I, I know what a goddamn aquifer is. I'm used to talking to JP without looking at him, so it's awkward now. <laughs> what is it? It's an underground lake. <laughs> uh, all right. 
Okay. Well, that's a very nice beer. And, it's uh, delicious, JP, right? JP, one that you could drink several of with the low alcohol yeah. and the other things. I don't know. And the other and and the, the aquifer other water. <laughs> yeah. I like it. It's it's low, but there's, there's that, that crisp hop to it. Mm-hmm. The hot bitterness is right there and just it's super refreshing. It's and a great I think beer. Tasty that mineral flavor is what I was looking for. That's yeah. what I was me- trying to pinpoint. Yeah, yeah, they've mm-hmm. got the chlorides up pretty high. It's, it's really nice. Oh, it's, you were looking at it already. Yeah, you showed me the water profile. I've got okay. the the water profile from our um, filter. So you may make some adjustments on top yeah. of that, but this is what's coming out of the filter right here. Nice. Okay. That's crazy. And what's the other beer that we got poured oh, in the glass? The, the Patsy. <laughs> uh, this is a uh, this is a coconut rice stout. Um, it's our number one selling beer. Uh, it's kind of unique. a unique coconut rice stout in Southern California. You know is your number one selling beer? Yep, I don't believe it. I think you're a liar. <laughs> you know what's cool about this is it always every brewery used to come in here with the same style of number one selling beer, mm-hmm. and I in the last year or two during our interviews. It seems to always be a different style of a brewery. So I'm just saying, like, uh, no our tastes are finally uh, broadening enough that this is yeah. your number one selling beer. Yeah, I think yeah. it's great. It's, our tastes. Yes. It's yes. got a lot of um, yeah, unsweetened coconut and some toasted coconut flavor in there that goes into the wow. bright tank. So, I mean, this is like offensively coconutty. There's a lot of coconut. And we've yeah. had some yeah. coconut but, beers on the show over the years, but mm-hmm. this is the best, the most rounded uh, uh, aromatics that oh, yeah. I've tasted or that I've smelled in a coconut beer before. It's it's the full it's the full coconut. You know, it's not just oh I can tell you've had some coconut. No, there's layers of coconut flavor. What I wonder if that's because you use half. You said uncooked and right. then half roasted. Well, it's wow. a little yeah. bit of um, toasted coconut extract, just a little bit, but it's mostly like 100 pounds of unsweetened shredded coconut that goes into the bright. So a little I bit see. of. You know, toasted coconut, just to give it that, like, you know, just that little bit of more um, roundness to it. Um, but the rye that is used in there and uh, the chocolate rye is actually helps big, you know, it adds like a unique dryness and, you know, almost like a spiciness to it, which is, um, you know, pretty unique for the style as well. Yeah. yeah. The you toasted know. coconut definitely helps keep the coconut from being one-dimensional. It yeah. helps it blend right in with yeah. the rest of the beer. And then between this and also having a version of this on nitro in the tasting room, it's just oh, like, yeah. it's ridiculous That'd be on good. nitro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a, you know, you could you can have it for lunch, you can yeah. have it for a dessert. dessert. Yeah. <clears throat> what, uh, do you know what percentage of the grist is rye? Um, it's roughly? not a huge amount because it's chocolate rye. I would say roughly... 12 to 15%, maybe something like that. And all of that but, is chocolate rye? Yeah. Who makes well, chocolate rye? Um, a couple of different. Joe. Yeah, a couple, Joe a couple different maltsters. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. common. Beardy. I mean, there are a few options. Okay. Everybody doesn't have one. But okay. some, you know, yeah. I think when Kevin was first developing the recipe, it was like, you know, chocolate malt and then just rye. And then I think he switched over to chocolate rye. It's, you know, and then we went with whatever was just the easiest to get because i mean the finished product is the same pretty much you know as long as it has that that rye character to it um mm-hmm. but this is good to, this is 6.6 percent, so it's you know not a heavy beer and not like a a session beer so yeah you know, it's it's kind of right, right in the middle yeah right where i like it mm-hmm. i like mine in the six yeah. range jp the six range yeah i love the six range and still drink several <laughs> that's where i like to keep it well you're you're genetically in yeah. some respects, you're better than I am. <laughs> <laughs> 
Which respects? Let's list them. Enzymatic respect. Wait, oh, okay. wasn't he talking yeah. about his feet last yeah, week? Yeah, not your feet. Yeah. Not, in, <laughs> not in that respect. <laughs> but, but that's um, where, well, okay, yes. My body crushes B12 like a motherfucker. But <laughs> yeah. alcohol-wise, enzymatic, liver-wise, liver function and, yeah. and, and cholesterol. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, Dick. Uh, uh, thyroid wise, well, oh, dick joke. Thyroid. Okay, let's Sweet. warn. Let's stop. Okay, okay. you don't want you don't want the list to keep going. No, oh, okay. I was feeling pretty good, and now, right. <clears throat> no, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry, JP. Thank you. You're doing great. Thank All you. Right. Well, let's do this. I got to get us to I a love break, this beer, man. And then, yeah, this is. They were both really good. Yeah. So great. I'm gonna have to Uber home again. Because Uber you guys, everywhere. You guys brought a shitload of beer for us to taste, didn't you? Yeah, I've got some um, club beers, too. So okay. I left it on on the roof of the house all weekend. So, Bebo, do I have yeah. to take a phone call or something? Yeah, I was sending you a message about it right now, but I can just tell you. We have Hector on line one from Laguna Hills, and he has a question for the OCC mashups on how to become a member. First of all, it's 1C. <laughs> you stuttering. Oh, that's what I meant. Okay. Sure. Hector, yeah, you're on the line with the OC mashups. What's happening? Hello, this is Hector from Laguna Hills. All right. Hello. Hector. Hello. Yeah, you're on the air. What can we do to help you? Hi. Hi. Um, I'm trying to talk to Carl from OC Matchbox. <laughs> yeah. OC Matchbox 20? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is OC Matchbox. Yeah. So I make a vanilla cinnamon smoked quarter. I want to bring to club meeting. I bring... Is he Russian or Mexican? I can't yes. tell. Yeah. He's right. definitely Russian or Mexican. <laughs> So I I am here in the parking lot at the at the Barley Forge in Costa Mesa. I'm knocking at the door. <laughs> uh huh. And I have vanilla cinnamon smoked porter, and I want to share with the club this week, if that's okay. All right. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm just going to leave Hector here to listen to the answer. <clears throat> Look, sometimes these calls are real. People are fucking weird. Who knows? Um, if he wants to, if this is a real phone call and he wants to bring a beer to the club, when is the next club meeting? So our next club meeting is uh, Monday, February 13th, I believe. We have our club meetings once a month. Uh, they're the first Monday of every month, generally. We delayed this month's meeting because we're here. Yeah. So we wanted to make sure that everyone that we could be at the next meeting. So our next meeting is Monday, February 13th, okay. 7 p.m. at Barley Forge. Uh, just come in and tell the bartender you're there for the club meeting, and you can join us. And bring your vanilla... Vanilla. 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 Yeah. <laughs> all right, thanks, Hector. Um, Hector. All right, there you go. Hector. <clears throat> Okay, Uh, let me do this real quick. I'm going to get us to a break. Uh, Remind you before we go about Williams Brewing Company, who's been a sponsor of ours for years. Since 1979, Williams has been offering the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best in customer service. Uh, Check out their brand-new patent-pending mash and boil. It's a 110-volt electric mashing and boiling unit, so it just takes a regular plug. The compact all-stainless unit lets you mash, sparge, and boil just about anywhere that has a 110-volt plug. That's pretty cool, actually. It is good. Uh, double wall construction adds efficiency and safety, and a precise thermostat keeps temperatures where you want them. Unlike insulated buckets and converted coolers, multiple temperature mash uh, is easy to do. All for under 300 bucks, JP. I like things under $300. Anything over $300, I should be a hooker. I crap in the shower. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they also feature the Mark II uh, work pump, which is a magnetic drive high temperature pump that does wor- the work of pumps that cost twice as much, as well as exclusive Brewer's Edge regulators and quality keg king kegs and disconnects. Check them out today at williamsbrewing.com, and you'll find all sorts of things. Love those there. guys. They got a lot of stuff, man. <clears throat> they do. Yeah. 
And so do we. When we come back, we're going to taste some more beer uh, with Barley Forge and the OC mashups. You can call us at 888-401-BEER or join the chat. We'll be right back. It's the session. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support. Like Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and the Home Brewer's Answer Book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any brewer. Whether for yourself or as a gift, when you subscribe or resubscribe from the Brewing Network homepage, you directly support programs like this. Get a great magazine and support the Brewing Network. Subscribe to Brew Your Own right from the thebrewingnetwork.com. Do you know the three most important rules in brewing? Sanitation, sanitation, and sanitation. And no one does it better than Five Star Chemicals. Five Star knows sanitation. You can only sanitize clean equipment. And Five Star knows how to clean, too. For craft brewers and home brewers, Five Star has what you need to keep your fermenters, serving tanks, kegs and draft lines sparkling and free of any beer-spoiling bacteria. PBW, caustic, acid cleaners, star sand, Santa Clean, lubricants and defoamers, pH stabilizers, and more. Five Star Chemicals has cleaning supplies, safety supplies, heat exchangers, pumps, hoses, and valves. And Five Star is proud to offer eco-friendly products that exceed customer expectations. If you have a cleaning problem, you need the Five Star Solution. Visit FiveStarChemicals.com or call 800-782-7019. 800-782-7019. And get the Five star treatment today are you looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all grain brewing but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises blickman engineering has the answer the blickman brew easy all grain brewing system the brew easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design perfect for any size brewing location at its core the brew easy is built on two gorgeous blickman boilermaker brew kettles a high temperature march pump and either a top tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater the brew easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack on top of each other, forming an efficient, strong, and compact brewing setup that comes in 5, 10, and 20-gallon batch sizes. Upgrade your BrewEasy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman Kettle Cart. The BrewEasy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your BrewEasy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new BrewEasy all-grain brewing system. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new BrewEasy. 
If you work in retail sales, the restaurant industry, or are a new craft beer enthusiast, or you know someone who is, you have got to check out Beer 101. Beer 101 is an online course created for anyone wanting a quick introduction to the vast world of craft beer. Beer 101 covers the history of beer, brewing ingredients and processes, vital stats like ABV, SRM, IBU and gravity, styles, tasting, glassware, and pairing beer with food. The Beer 101 course is offered by the Brewers Association at craftbeer.com, also home to the truly awesome Beer Style Finder, a visual guide to every beer style. Quickly play with color, bitterness, and alcohol content to interactively explore the entire world of beer styles with a gorgeously designed interface to your favorite beverage. The new Beer 101 course and new Beer Style Finder are only available at craftbeer.com. Craftbeer.com, celebrating the best of American beer. Hey, this is Gabriel from Half Acre in Chicago. You're listening to The Session on The Brewing Network. All right, welcome back to the show. We spent the break trying to figure out if Hector was a real phone call or not. (laughs) And I was like, I'm telling you, man, you never know around here. (laughs) You don't. Get some weird calls. Those Mexican Russians are everywhere. (laughs) They're all over the OC. Mostly Mexico. Gentrification (laughs) didn't hit them. (laughs) For now. We'll see. Okay, right. That's true. Yeah. Hector's going to be at every single meeting now. <laughs> I run for president, yes? <laughs> Comrade, uh, brother. All right. Hey, don't forget about uh, the American Homebrewers Association. Go Never. sign up for your membership now and uh, use the new Brew Guru app, too. It'll help you find all the member deals. Member deals, uh, discounts at local uh, pubs and breweries and homebrew shops. Pretty much pay for your membership costs, but you get plus you get Zymergy magazine and you name it. So click the AHA link on our homepage. That's the best way to become a member. Um, you support us and support the AHA and yeah. give yourself the best benefit, which is being a member of the American Homebrewers Association. Two great organizations yeah. In that one. want your money. Yeah, I literally just right. renewed my AHA through the BN website. That a boy. Oh beauty. fuck! For the oh wow. <laughs> yeah, I who's totally the asshole renewed. now? That's all right, because you would have come and asked me for the goddamn commission back anyway. You Probably wait, like, there's hey, commission so, I get? Uh, Probably. No, Warren, oh, no. no. Shut the oh, fuck no. up, Beardy. <laughs> I, I got a two-year commission coming. <laughs> so, Four cents. You didn't do a lifetime membership, huh? It's seven hundred dollars. I ain't got that much money. How many times over are you going to pay that, though? I did the math. I did the math. I'll have to be continuing to do a membership when I'm sixty. I see. I don't. I'll be surprised if I make it there. Oh, or if I could read by then. Look at you. He's like. Well, I might make it. You. I might make it. Make it till seventy. He's younger than you. Sixty. Yeah. I I might not be able to see by then. Beardy and I have been hanging out together, so I think that's part of the problem. He's feeling like he's going down my path. We're doing. We're 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 Thelma Louising this shit. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Sure. You're Tom and Louising it. That's what you're doing. We take drug panels together now. (laughs) See, I beat you again. Oh, man. Uh, My white still counts way lower than yours. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're Loser. still here with uh, Barley Forge and the OC uh, mashups. And we're about to drink a homebrew. Are you ready, for JP? Dear God. Can you handle this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can. I don't Are know you if you guys down? knew this. JP's opening a brewery called I Hate Homebrew. Dot com. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's the, it's, dot com is in the name. The brewery's name. Is so the com? website is I Hate Homebrew dot com. 
Dot com. Dot com. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Thank you. Uh, is it DOT? Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, and this was the beer you were talking about that won the competition is going to be brewed where? At Bootleggers okay. uh, Brewery in Fullerton. And in this competition was all OC Mashups club members. Yeah. So what we did for this competition is we did a, uh, a partner uh, brew competition. So basically, we had our novice members brew with our veteran members, and Smart. we kind of teamed them up. And so teams of two went and competed, and the winner got to brew on bootlegger system. We try and do all of our uh, competitions with a brewery. Yeah. So our next one's actually going to be with Barley Forge, and whoever wins that's going to enter the Pro-Am. G-A-B-F Pro-Am. Yeah. Nice. And then after that, we're going to uh, do it with Stereo, which is a brand new brewery up in... Anaheim. Anaheim, right? Yeah. Placentia? Okay. Okay. It's sorry. the same city. Sorry, Stereo. The worst city name ever. Placenta? Yeah. Yeah. So hard yeah. to say. Placenta. Placentia. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Because, it, slip. Yeah. because it feeds you all the things oh. you need to survive <laughs> this city. for it's nine a- months, and then you realize it fucking sucks, and you move to somewhere else. <laughs> Fullerton. <laughs> <laughs> to Irvine. <laughs> but we work constantly with the breweries in the Orange County Brewers Guild to try and figure out who we're going to team up with next. Okay. So. And you do that team up so that the there's a prize like that where you get to go and then have a professional brewing experience. Yeah, and yeah. we think it's good for the breweries, too, because we'll do an event at the brewery and like try and get all our membership there yeah. to make sure that everyone's drinking the beer and stuff like that. Have you found any breweries that are, and I'm asking this question for other clubs who might want to go try to do this across the country, have you found any resistance from breweries? Like, oh, we're not going to fuck around with that. Like, we don't need home brewers in here. Yes. <laughs> you have? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they just, what is their... What is their reason? Just that we, we don't have time? Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's an extra level that they have to do, you know, yeah. and they consider us to be patrons. And, you know, a lot of pro brewers I know think that, you know, home brewers are just like annoying gnats right. inside that are just trying to yip at your heels and try and find out information. And that's not our goal. You know, our goal is to bring benefit to the breweries as much as we're getting from them okay and we're trying to collaborate on this where do you feel that benefit lies is, is that in the beer itself <laughs> for, for us or for what are you bringing now, to the I table mean this, so if you were to be you're speaking to a lot of breweries across the country right yeah. now i mean at least yeah. two of them listen to the program wow he may have heard of it and <laughs> and then uh what jamil yeah. maybe yeah, well, he doesn't yeah. listen though <laughs> no he doesn't he, yeah and he probably won't let us in the brewery exactly. uh, <laughs> oh your home brewery <laughs> uh, but in, in all seriousness, what, you know, what do, do you think homebrewers in this type of collaboration offer? Well, so, you know, we work with weird-ass shit all the fucking time. Yeah. You know, we're not just making another check pills and stuff like that. Yeah. And Robert and Bootleggers is a case-in-point example. They want something new to bring in their lineup that they haven't done before that's different. And we had a guy who brought brewed a pecan brown, and that's something that they found achievable and at the same time, weird enough to add something to their lineup. Yeah. And I think that's a really unique position. And, you know, we hope that in time this could become a mainstream beer. Does that happen yet? No. Is it going to happen? Who knows? Who knows, but, yeah. You know, at the same time, it's a possibility. And that's the reason they're in this game. So it's the reason we're in it, too. So is this your beer, Sean? No, this is uh, Gabriel's and Danny's. And uh, this is kind of a unique i'm pretty sure that they did this with this fill but danny took a carboy home fermented that gabe took his home fermented that danny had some bottling issues where i think there were some gushers okay uh, because he uh, bottle conditioned and i believe what gabe did was he hooked up his 
Blickman beer gun yeah. and popped the top off of Danny's and took the beer gun, filled from his keg, bottom up, which pushed half of Danny's out, and then recapped it, threw a little bit of CO2 on top. Hmm. Um, so I'm pretty sure that this is not only you know a collaboration beer with you know the two brewers, but this is two separate batches in one bottle. In one bottle. <laughs> and let me get the... Wait. Fucking home Wait a second. Yeah. So uh, was, yeah. was no his wonder beer, the beer that came out of the gun was still... And he added it to over carbonated. No, no his was no. his was uh, carbonated. His in the was keg. carbonated. Yeah, in the keg. Mm-hmm. And the bo- and then I assume then you took bottles that weren't gushers. Is what you're saying? Um, and, and no, they filled them up. They, they were missing beer, so they added beer to fill them back up. Uh, yeah, like you pop I it, it would gush out a little bit, but then just filled you just it, fill it with the filled it and topped it off with some CO2 to maintain the freshness of it. Got it. I'm pretty sure and that's what they did with this. What At least the one that won the competition was a mix of the two beers. I know he had to fill these after the fact to ship these up. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly, but the one that was did that win. a was that a rule that it had to be a mix of two beers? No. Or they just were so hardcore about sharing this that yeah. they were like, This is how we have to <laughs> do like, it. They're like, We're gonna take this to ultimate home brewing <laughs> levels. <laughs> I hope yeah. they were kissing while they oh, did it, too. Yeah, where's That'd that? That would be amazing. So they didn't <laughs> find gushers and then figure, oh, we'll preempt the gushing by opening them at home and yeah. then topping it off? Yeah, they're yeah they're they're crazy. So. <laughs> okay. okay, so yeah. the beer that's in like my that. glass is one of those beers. It's all of our glass. It's, yeah. it's the half gush, yeah. I, I, half I'm non. pretty sure. I know for sure the one, the bottles that were entered into the competition were for sure the mix of the two. Okay. I'm not getting any oxidation, which, of course, that would be the first thing I would assume would happen in the, the yeah, sort of bottle. They were filled up, I believe, last Sunday or Monday. So, I mean, it's fairly fairly fresh. Fairly young. Yeah. And how old yeah. is the beer in general? This is when they were bottled. Is they pretty, this is a recent activity? Yeah, yeah. So the beer tastes fine, and I'm getting the pecan out of it, which is a really nice flavor. It's almost like a raisin um, character, too. Um, I say that first because, God, one thing I would worry about with the Gushers is that it wasn't that it was overprimed, but that there could have been an infection in that beer. And but luckily I'm not I'm not tasting anything like that. Uh, you see well, what I mean, right? Like, couldn't a gusher be an infection? Uh, well, right. Yeah. And I'm getting some phenols in here that would be so one thing also caused by a contamination issue, which okay. would cause gushers. One I thing see. that I don't think you mentioned is that there's vanilla in this as well. Okay. Yeah, there so, is vanilla. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think the the banana or not banana the pecan and vanilla is doing a good job to mask. Some of the phenols. I see. But I do I smelt some and then I also do taste some in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when you said that, oh yeah, some were gushers, it kinda leads me to Could believe be that. that it's more likely a contamination. And of course pressure. I only bring it up to, you know, maybe not recommend doing that to all homebrewers <laughs> if you Yeah. Um, although it sounds fun. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, that's what we're that's what we're about, right? We're about sharing and, and you, know, you brew it together. You want to bottle together. You want equal amount. I think I that'd think be that's cool. Hardcore. Like, like if we brewed a beer together and we split the batch and we ferment it together, and then I would I would probably do the same thing. Let's blend well, it together and enter that. So that way, that beer is both of our beers. Let's be honest. I would be the one making you do that. You would because I think no, JP, it's ours. Right. Yeah. Um, anyhow, this beer won the competition, right? It was chosen to be the one that was brewed there. Um, oh, this I see. one okay. Tamarind beer one. Right. Okay. Because yeah. they like the style and the rest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the, the head brewer also has to think about what's going to sell in the tasting room. They don't want it, something 
too fucking weird. Yeah. 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 Sure. And Although fucking weird sells sometimes. <laughs> it does. That's you can true. use that name on your next beer if you want. Just fucking go weird sells. sells. Already trademarked. Sometimes. Or yeah. we- weird sells, I think, would be rad. And it's yeah. like a fucking pale ale. <laughs> Just for You're you, like, Justin. Wow, this must be new. Uh, I'll come down for a pale ale. That's, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Well, that kind of makes sense. And then, th- so uh, that's why I wanted to hear what the, the homebrewers have to offer pro brewers, because I think that's a great example. Uh, something new to the lineup, and it doesn't have to be too crazy uh, or even difficult to do. Do you know much about the recipe in this beer and how the. Uh, yeah, I've got the notes actually in front of me. So uh, they added about. Uh, Ooh, how many pounds of pecans? Give me a second. They had a lot of pecans. But he roasted them at home, uh, 300 degrees Fahrenheit roast. Uh, let's see where it is. I'm sorry. It's all right. It all got texted yeah. to me at the last No minute. worries. <laughs> God damn it. Come you on. You know what, JP? No I don't need your sass, no man. Yeah. I mean, if you I want to do dead air, it's fine. Five pounds. Five pounds in a 10-gallon batch. Wow. Whoa. So, okay. Yeah. So it's a lot of pecans, and he roasted those at home in his personal oven. It's a lot of nuts. And then what? It goes into Chopped the mash. Nuts. And then I think he added it during secondary. The secondary? Did, did he add it in, the, in a sack? Like a nut sack? I yeah. wasn't there. Like a sack of nuts? I mean, nuts? I'm, I, I'm not entirely sure about into the like two nuts. Up and down? He, he gen- yeah, gently yeah, okay. up and down. Yeah, he teabagged you know, it. He I don't think it was a nut sack. I mean, it was like a normal sack. Oh. That, well, that no, actually went on the mat. He made sure that the sack had a seam down the bottom of the center. <laughs> yeah. So that it kind of... And it was two nuts you in a sack. You can get those at morebeer.com. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. All new nut sack. Actually, adamandeve.com slash morebeer. The whole porno line of homebrewing equipment. They have DVDs all about it. <laughs> is, that, so, is that the new BN <laughs> section of, more, of uh, Adam and Eve? Of Adam and Eve, yes. <laughs> it's very exciting. It's very for, exclusive, too. For homebrewers <laughs> who can't get, get boners anymore just, <laughs> with just normal... <laughs> it's hot chicks dipping nutsack-shaped oh. bags of pecans into hot boiling water. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. That's the new BN Army code. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so the do you know there then like whole nuts that go into secondary? No, he chopped. I know he chopped them, them up. Oh, yeah, okay, so that they were most fire. of it went into the mash. It did. Yeah, okay, Mo- so in the mash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I was thinking. This, loose, this would be like a mash thing in the mash. That, that would make more sense. Yes. Are there any fermentables that come out of nuts? <laughs> Semen does have some sugar well, in there. Right, yes. yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like we've discussed this before. I think Brewdog did make a beer. I, I think protein. they must have made a beer this nut beer or something, right? I mean, like, so you think there are fermentables? No. There's not, right? But yeah. No, I think that no, there's there some are. natural sugars. There has to be. A small uh, amount. Yeah, a because small it's amount. a seed, right? And so in order for that to feed, to germinate the actual growth of whatever it's trying to grow, there has to be some sort of sugars contained within the, the yeah, meat. Of well, it. I yeah, guess I just wonder. It's probably not converted in a, in a brewer's mash, though, mm, if the okay. If there is. Well, I mean, okay. it, and nuts are mostly protein. I mean, that's right. why they're good for you and stuff like that. Supposedly. Okay. One do they gram. have vitamin B12, do you know? Oh, that's great. <laughs> There's emotion. one gram of sugar um, in uh, in 19 halves of pecans. Um, 19 so halves? What the Nothing. 19 halves. Okay. 18 pecans, I guess. And I a half. <laughs> yeah, why wouldn't they just do it in a whole because <laughs> fucking Bing, dude. I don't know. Right, yeah, yeah. Ask Bing. <laughs> if you no, switch no, over to Google, it'll answer right, like a yeah. normal fucking right, thing. Yeah. <laughs> Bing has to be different, uh, like JP. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. establishment Bing. Yeah, yeah, search New England IPA in Bing, and it says, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. 
Uh, all right. Well, I think this is a good choice of a beer. Um, uh, simple like too. a brown yeah. ale. And yeah. then you get just a, a little added. Yeah. It makes me want pie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although you said fucking bananas, and then I go banana pecan pancakes. That sounds good, oh, too. That so does sound good. Mm-hmm. So you're a dick. I hope. In this breakfast. We could make that happen. What's the next beer in our glass? All right. This is a really fun one. Oh, it smells good. Yes. This is is Arlito. So this is a... Arlito's way. This is a a club brew that we did where, you know, it's 20 gallons. We separated out. Um, Somebody took five. Another person took five. I took 10, split that up into two five-gallon batches. And this one is really fun because... I'm friends with the guys at Shaxbury Cider up in Vermont. Okay. We have their cider on tap at, at Barley Forge. Arlo is <clears throat> it's like a farmhouse cider. What they do is it's a no-boil. They use whatever natural occurring yeast that's on the skin of the apples to ferment uh, that cider. Nice. And it tastes really good. It's like the closest cider that you would have to a Saison, pretty much, to okay. a farmhouse mm-hmm. beer. So I had them ship me out some of that yeast. That they collected from their tank. Okay. And this is 100% fermented with that wild Vermont strain. And because you were talking about, you know, New England IPAs, let's just say that this is a Vermont beer with oats and wheat, and it's pretty damn clear. It is pretty clear. The yeast... The yeast out of the air in Vermont makes clearer beer (laughs) than than, all of New England. Than all of New England (laughs) Um, in tanks. And... What's really fun about this is uh, we actually met up with Nick from the Yeast Bay last night. Uh, he met up with us at Fieldwork, and I'm going to send him some of this yeast, and he's going to plate it out and, you know. See what's in there. See what's in there and, and ship some back and maybe clean it up a little bit but okay. um, so we can keep using this. I mean, it is. It has of, a great cider characteristic really to yeah. it. I, Among the farmhouse stuff going on, mm-hmm. when, I, when I first smelled the beer, mm-hmm. I wondered if it was some sort of braggot or something. I think hmm. the yeast takes on some sort of flavors from the apples. I mean, that's kind of what I'm getting yeah. from, because this is just yeah. the yeast that I use to ferment. There was no cider in this at all. So I'm just curious if the yeast kind of morphed, you know, after the first, uh, you know, batch of cider. Yeah. And then it took on the flavors of the apples, which is very possible. Which is in there. There is a good Brett underlying flavor in there. And maybe that's like the tannin from the maybe the apple skins or something. I don't know. That's kind of, you know, with a little bit light farmhouse and, yeah, you know, but uh, I don't know if there's bread in there or not. But it, I get the tannin great. when you say yeah. that. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, there it is. The, the, and I think from the skins, like yeah. you said. Did, did, how was fermentation? Great. Did it go fast? Was it normal? Um, well, this was in a cardboard in the lab at Barley Forge. So it was, you know, neutral, um, you know, whatever the ambient temperature is in there. It was probably like around 70. Okay. Uh, went pretty quick. Uh, I've got the notes here, but primary, I was able to drive it down to about 10.10, um, took it off of the yeast, and then had it sit in the car, in another carboy for about three months and brought it down to 10.06. Got it. Um, so it is a... Hundred percent wild beer, although you know not spontaneous, but using the same yeast. But there is no apple, no juice apple. in this, nope. right? Yeah, no. You'd be amazed when uh, it's very common for cider makers to use wine yeast. How much using a wine yeast like that actually imparts a wine slash grape like flavor? Yeah, that you would associate with a specific wine. Okay, in the cider, and so I think there's a lot to do with when you're just eating raw fruit. Some of those flavors that you associate with that fruit 
is oh. actually from what's like the yeast and bacteria that's living on the fruit. I see what we're getting at. Yeah. And so you you sample that out and then you just put it in something else, some other sugar source, and you're going to get those flavors. Yep. There's and even a little really honey in there too. Yeah. I feel like a taste of hmm. of honey. Yeah. So the bill on this is uh Belgian pills, white wheat, flaked rye, flaked oats, magnum and cascade. So one thing that's interesting is that, you know, Sean said we split this four different ways. So there's four different batches, four different yeasts that were made with this, and this is by far the best one. I mean, the, each mm. beer tasted completely different in every way, and this one is so far unique than anything else just because of the yeast. So what were some of the other yeasts, you know? just some. Um, the other one that I still have in the carboy is Amalgamation uh, from the East Bay. And I don't know. Uh, there's another one that I believe uh, Steve. Steve Peel took yeah. home. I don't know what he fermented that with, but it was clean. Um, he used a, a clean uh, Saccharomyces for that, and I don't know what the other one was. I'm Gabe, not, does know. Gabe have the other one? Uh, I don't know who has the other one, honestly. Hector. Yeah. We have Hector. a really good uh, inventory <laughs> management give it to system you. since we're all homebrewers. Yeah. You know, just making sure that everything works out well. Yes. <laughs> Beer is everywhere. Nobody yeah. knows. Uh, well, these types of collaborations where you split, we've talked about this on the show in the past, where you're splitting batches like that is really one of the best ways a homebrew club um, can can work together yeah. to get different results. You get a lot of different beer out of it. Um, so I like the split batch thing. I've always been a fan. We really like to do that. Another really unique thing that we like to do that is actually we got an idea from Brewlosophy. Uh, we actually had Ray Fond from Brewlosophy come down one time, and he did a triangle test with us, hmm. uh, kind of like you guys have done on the show. Yeah. You know, there's that Google spreadsheet that you did. Yeah. Well, we basically have taken that kind of Google spreadsheet design and put it with all of our tastings. So now whenever we have members bring down beer, we do blind tasting, so you don't know whose beer it is or anything. Okay. And you fill out a quick Google <laughs> spreadsheet form, and then when everyone's done figuring or filling it out, then we have the brewer talk about the beer, and people can give comments and stuff like that. That's a cool idea. Yeah. It's really – we've got a lot yeah. of good feedback about it because you get – you know, people feel like they get more honest feedback. They can yeah, take that sure. data then and build graphs with it and stuff like that. Yeah. It's interesting to us, too, because we can look back at the data and say, hey, you know what? People here like IPAs more than other beers or something like that, you know? You don't say. Well, I'm just, <laughs> I mean, that's not that's an obvious data point in, you know, whatever. But, you Everywhere. know, there's a lot of data points that we can pull out of it because we just keep all that data. Yeah. You know, not not to be like all right, big brother, brother, but just because we <laughs> think it's interesting. This guy. Sure. You know? Do any of your club members ever get butt heard about that feedback? And if so, what is their name and can we make fun of them? Right. What was the feedback? <laughs> Uh, the name's Kyle Sherman. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Kyle's a sensitive man. Yeah, right. very sensitive. And, um, I, <laughs> very sensitive. The anonymous nature of that feedback, I think, helps this problem I'm making fun of, right? Like, everyone can just kind of stand up there, and, and nobody in particular is picking on them. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to lie. The way we have it, it's kind of funny. So, like, we try and keep it as real as possible. So, it's like, would you buy this beer again? It's like, absolutely Yes. Hell no, okay. you know, somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Rather than saying, is this a good beer? Yeah. Because we want to keep it like, you know, we found that adding a cost structure to it makes people be more honest. And I'm going to be honest, mm. I've said hell no a few times yeah. because that's just the lay of land. Okay. But the number of times I said that is so few. Yeah. I mean, most of the beers that we get in the club are actually really darn good. And it's impressive because a lot of our members come in and they say, hey, you know what? This isn't my best batch. 
I'm sharing it with you because there's an issue, and I'm trying to identify it. And I have a lot to get rid of. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Well, but honestly, we all work hard to try and identify that person's flaw yeah. and figure out what's going on so that you know they can brew better beer because that's really important to us. Well, that's the point of a homebrew club. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. Exactly. Right. To, to get so down and dirty with it. And in this format, you get um, uh, corroboration in that feedback, too. If you have yeah. so many people filling out the form right. and the same flaw shows up repeatedly, it's hard to stand up there and, and refuse that right right and we have like 40 people at our homebrew club meetings nice and you can check a box that says hey this has a diastole in it you know yeah so he can see hey out of the 40 people who reported my beer 30 of them said there's diastole in it so, that's really great yeah know. especially if then if you don't have your own sense for those types of compounds in the beer like me i can't taste anything you can't nothing no, at all I'm, i can't okay. taste diastole <laughs> you're drinking beer right now have we had one of your beers beer? yet yeah. kyle tonight? uh i don't have one here tonight you pussy you came up here without <laughs> your own homebrew you know i wanted to but i wanted to showcase the club you know and it's not about me wow. it's not about me yeah. i brought i brought my homebrew up last time i was here tasty had some okay and uh Kyle. i gave some to jp and, yeah. and they've both been wondering why we invited you back since and, right actually, you had some too beardy i did i remember taking it home with uh, the dortmunder you gave me too oh uh, yeah i gave okay. you a bottle yeah. of that scott the did hero. you did you bring us beer tonight is any of the homebrew yours why are you laughing <laughs> you're, you're the grandfather of all this homebrew <laughs> Did you bring no, some? I did you no, I did not. Scott doesn't brew beer anymore. Sean's the only one who, who, who brought us his beer. Well, right. from, from the brewery anyway. Right. But I'll take that. I just sell this stuff, man. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's a, now, it's your homebrew shop. Uh, right. Is yeah. that right? Correct. When yeah. did you guys open that? This shop has been two years now. Okay. I had a couple shops in the Midwest for about five years. Oh. Was tired of tornadoes and stuff. So <laughs> I see. My wife's from Southern California. We moved back out and kind of all started this at the same time. The shop, okay, right across the street. Sean rolls a cart across the street, loads up on stuff, rolls it back across. The Do you street. get ingredients from the home? Oh shop? yeah, yeah. All of our pilot batches, we get the ingredients from Windsor. Nice. Uh, very rarely do we use anything from the brewery. So you know, we like supporting. Local businesses in general, but of course, Scott, we got to put food on his table. He's got two beagles at home. Oh. They got to eat. They yeah. got to eat. <laughs> or not. Aren't those the really loud ones? Yeah. Yeah. They don't have yeah. to eat. No. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah. let them go, man. Focus on work. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, but but all in all, the, the quality of beer that these members bring to to the club meetings is, is phenomenal. I mean, there is... You know, one of our members brought a beer that was infected, but it was like a Brett infection, and it ended up being pretty good. And, you know, there's not too many beers that are really that, that bad at all. And you guys have had, actually, a previous member of, the, of ours on Dr. Homebrew before, uh, John Mazurko. I yes. Know. He, uh, uh, was he on? Was I know it, he was also on the Sour Hour. Or was it the Sour Hour? Yeah. It could have been the Sour uh, the, Hour. The most humble guy. Yeah, and he, he brewed a beer with uh, the good beer company called Wildflower. We had another brewing member called Charles Rapidus who brewed a beer with good with a good beer company as well. So, you know, we have some members who have had some successes. I mean, Sean's story as well. And then we have David Hall, who is mm-hmm. now working uh, as a brewer. He's at, a, uh, he, I think his official title is Sellerman, but he has brewed his own recipe at Bottle Logic. Yeah. So he's working there now, but that's it, cool. It, it was it was you know very interesting because he started um, 
well, he was a manager of another homebrew shop that closed down in Fullerton, and then he kind of like segued that position into working for Bottle Logic, and now he's like living the dream. Oh yeah, you know, and he's he makes great homebrew, and um, you know, he's he actually participated in our first GABF pro am. Okay, um, that we entered uh, with Barley Forge. Nice. Mm-hmm. And the good beer company that you mentioned, that's down in the OC2? That's near you Yeah, guys? that's... Uh, How that's, did they get that name? What uh, like, how is that not taken? That's in Santa Ana, though. Don't you just want to, like, open one next to them, though, called the Great Beer Company? <laughs> the Better Beer Company? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> they make some really good sours. Uh, Brandon Fender there makes some phenomenal beer. I've actually I've heard a lot of good things about their beer. I've never mm-hmm. had it, but uh, people say very nice things. My problem would be that I would always be concerned that everyone would just think my beer is good. Not great. Not <laughs> what are you talking about? You're from. That's what you would like. You would love that. Well, I would love it, but but I feel like I'm selling my, I'm setting myself up for failure again, right? Where it's like, oh, it's just good. It's not great. It's because you you know you go in there, go, oh, this is good beer. This is all good beer. Yeah. It's good. It's good. But it's I feel great. Like good. You your... need to hear how it sounds. This yeah. is really good. Or. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. I'm more of the latter in, than the it's, former. It's like texting right. with all caps. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. It's not that, though. It's the exact opposite. And caps is what JP wants. That's, That's right. a great beer company. Well, they make sure that their logo is always in all caps. It's <laughs> they spray paint that thing on okay. all caps okay. all you, the time. You can go to, to their brewery and have one of everything. and It's all good. It, it's all, it's good, all good, but it's, but it's all, all, all session beers oh, for the most no. part. Oh, I mean, every now and then they'll do, you know, like a pale or an IPA that's a little bit higher ABV. But, I mean, you can go in there and try everything and may or maybe not even get a head change. I'm sorry. Yeah. A, a pale that's higher ABV than a session? What? What? That's, no. That would be Is right. That, yeah. that yes. would be correct. That would be. So a pale. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> pale. Leave him alone. <laughs> He did it already. No, okay. Maybe I'm, I'm What's the definition of, of a, a session? Higher anything ABV than a session. Okay. So yes. Right. Was it four point eight and below? Technically, I say five. I don't know. If yeah. it, is there a, is there a lot like a literal line now? I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm Aren't you asking. the BJCP judge in here? I think under five. I'm only is recognized, it, is it? man. I don't fucking know. <laughs> right. well, I'm just saying. Yeah. He, he filled out his name correctly on the test. Yeah. I think it's yeah. under five also. I would so say even under a five. Four, yeah. A lot of four yeah. nines are being called session, which yeah. is fine by me. That's a session. I guess I've always yeah. thought of pale ale as being a session, even though it might be five three or five four. So I was just, I wasn't uh, trying to be It a depends Wait, on so your oh, session. Oh, yours is higher. I was just stupid. Your threshold is higher than five for a session. So pale to you has always been a session IPA? Yes. No, oh, okay. it, it, my, my, for me, the session's 5% and under, but I've never thought of a pale ale as being not a session. But I've never, uh, I've never had those two data points meet and go, which one, which one is higher than this? I see what you're Chart saying. Chart it out, Kyle. Right. Drink yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll make a graph. Please do. Please Google. do. I need a flow chart more yeah. than a graph, okay. bro. We got yeah. it. We got Thank it. you. What is your day gig, Kyle? Is, it, is this your thing, like graphs Actually, and data? I'm a civil engineer. So I, uh, I do design of residential buildings, and I used to do municipalities and stuff like that. It all makes okay. sense oh. now. Yeah. Okay. Why? Now we have a Google sheet, and you can get data points and all the things. Uh-huh. Fucking engineers. Is man. the Hyperloop going to work and save humanity? <laughs> 
He, he I can't to comment. That. But uh, no. Honestly, what about I the think underground the... tunnel going from like Fullerton to fucking oh, that's, wherever? That's he started awesome. digging that, you know. No, I mean, honestly, all of those things are pretty cool. And I'm really excited for all those types of technologies. Me too. Yeah. What about the speed train from California, yeah. in California from Modesto? All right. All right. I'm gonna, yeah. I'll, I'll actually give you an opinion on that. Okay. The speed train oh, is oh, a God. great freaking idea. Yeah. It is awesome in concept. Right. It has been executed by our politicians terribly. Right. That's right. Right. Yeah. Have you ever made a road shaped like a dick? <laughs> just for fun. Just, to, just yeah, just for... to see it in the cul-de-sac. Answer yeah. the question, Cat, please. Yes. In real life, in real life. no. no. <laughs> yeah. As so, my senior project, yeah. yes. So if, the boss ever, if I can have something in my portfolio, if the boss is ever hard up for a project, Kyle, we need you to come through, buddy. What do you got? I know this has nothing to do with beer whatsoever, but I think you guys would kick out of this. When we do CAD drawings, mm. we do like little teeny blocks, basically, that we put in the drawings. So, you know, you have this big, like, 32-sheet paper, but when we design it, we get down to, like, the inch on this page. So sometimes, like, there'll be these little objects that will come out looking like, say, a fire hydrant, but realistically... It's a bunch of dicks drawn together <laughs> to look like a fucking fire Because <laughs> <laughs> the engineer was pissed. Oh. So he just pushed them all together I love to make it look this. like a line. This is great. So, yeah. oh, and that happens everywhere <laughs> when in every municipality. <laughs> and I am not Kyle Sherman at all. I'm uh, Jerry from Minneapolis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'm Hector. not a licensed engineer. Hector. You're Hector from Russia, Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Mexico. <laughs> no, but uh, you guys were talking earlier. We were talking about good beer company. And one thing I want to really uh, make a case in, about is, you know, Orange County right now has the Orange County Brewers Guild. And what that is is it's a collaborative group of all the breweries in the area kind of working together to promote beer culture, craft beer, and stuff like that. Good. And they're bringing some really awesome things to Orange County in general. Um, Orange County five years ago had very few craft breweries. I mean, we had the brewery and we had a couple others, but since then we've exploded. And this guild has been a big part of that. And working closely with them as home brewers has been an excellent opportunity for us. So home brewers are allowed to be part of the guild. Yeah, we are a are member of, of That's the really guild. Cool. We attend their meetings. That doesn't happen very often at all. That's really great. Yeah, we get free pizza. It's great. <laughs> well, so uh, Patrick, the owner of the, the brewery, yeah. he started the guild a couple of years ago. Okay. And I was having lunch with him, and I was like, hey, I'd really like to be a part of this guild as a home brewer. Yeah. Uh, you know, my home brew shop, our home brew club. He's like, well, I don't know what you're going to get out of it, but sure. And then, so now we've kind of infiltrated a little bit. And right. Now every month I'll have a brewer come from a brewery at the shop and talk how they brew beer, share samples. And we're kind of, we have some ideas we were talking today at lunch about just integrating more the homebrewers in with the craft breweries in Orange County. Yeah. Kind of like you talked about earlier, it really does benefit everybody. I mean, if you bring these homebrewers in, they feel connected to that brand, that brewery. Um, sure. It kind of helps everybody out. I don't think I've ever heard of a guild that allowed homebrewers to be part of it. I think so it's right? a very so, novel and uh, a good idea. Yeah. see Mashups are a member, and I'm a member as the shop. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, and why not? We poured gil, we poured beer at the OC Mashups fe- or the, uh, the sorry guild. the Orange County Brewers Guild Festival okay. when they had it last a uh, few months ago, and we're going to be pouring as well as the next at the next festival. So they 
you know, they invite us with open arms, and that's how we communicate to the other breweries and say, hey, we want to do this. Yep. I mean, earlier I mentioned we did that end-of-the-year party, and we wouldn't have been able to do that without the Guild. Sure. So Brewery Tarot, for instance, opened their doors to us, and they had a custom lineup of beers when we came in and had a table set aside for us in their brand. You know, it's a brand-new facility. They just yeah. opened that thing months ago. Yeah, it's their wild uh, and sour facility. Yeah, and they had yeah. some free food for us and beers from their bottle share club that they had pulled from the archives for us and stuff like that. Yeah. And we had no, uh, Noble having their brewers there for us and Bottle Logic giving us a private tour of, like, way behind the scenes beyond anything that most breweries talk about. Sure. High-level stuff for home brewers, you know. Bathrooms, everything. Yeah, bathrooms, yeah. you know. Well, um, it was it was full circle for you guys at um, Bottle Logic because yeah. David Hall, who is a member of the OC Mashups, who now works at Bottle Logic, got at the tour. Oh, um, yeah. So that nice. was... Yeah, that was really cool. That was like circle of life shit. But it's, you know, it's important to us and I think the Guild, too, to promote the culture because it's part of their tenant to educate, you know, uh, the community about beer. And that's one of our tenants, too. And having that uh, ability to do that, I think, is really unique to Orange County and why Orange County is such a great place for beer as well as homebrewing sure. as a community. I think this all goes to show, too, that you guys must have a level of professionalism and respect that the Pro Brewers and the Brewers Guild um, are happy to you know to work with you, to bring you onto the Guild. And I mention that because homebrew mm-hmm. clubs can just be a party, too. And, For sure. And, and, and professional brewers, of course, have to. They like to have a good time but, but need those things separated. So clearly, and this would just be advice for all homebrew clubs, you when you, when you reach that level or you're working in that environment, you you got to show some professionalism. Yeah. Well, I think so. if you want to do something like they're doing and also grow, you need the same thing, which is the professionalism. You need to have yeah. structure. You need to have it be a base of learning. Right. And everyone gets at everything out of it. It's not just, hey, here, try my beer. Then I'm going to go hang out in the back and you guys talk about dry hopping or whatever. I don't really give a fuck. Just yeah. drink my contaminated Saison. Right. You know what I mean? Like it has to be people are have to be active. And <laughs> if you want to grow that shit, you have to you have to have a level of professionalism and respect for what's going on. So the Brewing Network will never, that our club anyway, will never be entering no. into these forms of uh, no never <laughs> but never. In, home brewers in general are great great, great sources to get information out about beer yeah because we talk you know because friends family all know that we know about beer so we're always you know good people to recommend breweries or beers and i just make shit up yeah. is there a percentage of pro brewers that have started as home brewers i feel like there's it's got to oh, be like 90 thousand. above 95 yeah above 90, you know, 90. and a lot of times once you you know work in um you know the brewing industry and, you, and you're brewing beer for a brewery you kind of lose touch of your home brewing roots yeah and i think that the club can really help bring that back you know mm-hmm. to the collaborating with other breweries you know, having them step outside of their comfort zone, brewing something a little bit different, you know, which yeah. they wouldn't think would taste good. But, you know, just brew a five-gallon batch of it, and, yeah, it's delicious. So it's a good opportunity for both parties. I could not agree more. All right. I got to get us to a break. Um and then I think we've got some more beer to drink. We're going to come back and wrap things up. But since you brought 
more beer, we might as well drink might it. Might as well drink it. While we're doing that, right? Let's get it sure. up. All right. Before we go to break, uh, you can go over and check out craftbeer.com. It's like the craft beer website. I mean, it's in the name. Uh, craftbeer.com. Uh, I recommend going and looking at their Beer 101 course or sending your friends to it who are just uh, starting to learn about craft beer. Um, it's just a, a great way to do it. And then also their Style Finder is fantastic. It'll teach you everything about beer styles uh, all the way down to what glassware it should be served in and, and where it comes from and the history craftbeer.com it's a great resource to find out everything you need to know uh, about craft beer all right we're going to take a quick break and uh, when we come back we got to wrap up our twitter game uh we're going to taste some more do we have more homebrew and pro brew in our repertoire uh yeah we've got we've got uh i believe three more of oh, the barley right. forge beers I, JP, did you bring the no, one more bottle? Couple more. Beer. All right, yeah. we'll okay. be right back. It's Whatever you want. The Brewing Network. With over 20 years of experience making world-class craft beer and more than 100 gold medals in international competitions, Moylan's Brewing Company is not just a pretty face in craft beer. Just ask Brendan Moylan. What do we got here? The beer of the hour. Moylan's, gotta love that big M. It's like a sign of awesomeness. It's got an extra kick to it. Let's pour this bad boy. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, Moylan's. The end of the night when the kids are finally in bed, the wife's in bed, <laughs> nobody's bothering your ass anymore. That's Moylan's time. Moylan's is for you. Yeah. It's to help you out. Yeah. It helps me out. What? Well, because it's freaking awesome. Northern California brewed. It's brewed with love. With love? Oh, yeah. Tremendous. And it's always best where? Moylan's. got to try it on tap at Moylan's. In Novato. They're friggin' awesome. Not only because I own the brewery, because I love the beer. Cheers! Boom! Kilt Lifter Scotch Ale takes big beers to a whole new level with rich malt balanced perfectly with delicate hops and now comes in four pack tall boy cans so you can take the party on the go. Or come to the brewery, take a tour, and try any of Moylan's fresh creations right from the source. Check them out at Moylan's.com. <laughs> Army, have you heard the latest at HopTech? Since HopTech has doubled in size after a huge expansion, Jade and Roberto can stock even more of the best quality homebrewing supplies and equipment. Over 60 kick-ass varieties of hops and malts, monster truckloads of quality brewer's yeast, including white labs, Y yeast, and multiple dry yeasts. They even have all grain systems from Grainfathers and Ruby Street Brew Systems, thanks to Jade, the brand new all grain brewer. And don't forget about their 10% discount to all BN Army members. Jade and Roberto are waiting for you and all of your brewing questions over at hoptech.com. Hoptech, totally not sucking since 1983. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanishef, and I want to tell you about Heretic Evil Twin. 
You might be familiar with my homebrew recipe, which uses massive late hopping to create a balance between the malty sweet and the hoppy bitter, along with an outrageous malt and hop character. I wanted a beer with the same bold hop and malt character, so we played around with the homebrew recipe until we were able to make a great commercial version, too. We've created a beer rich in malt character, full of caramel, toast, biscuit, and an ever-so-subtle roast note. On top of that, we piled in an insane amount of citra and Columbus hops at the end of the boil, as well as in dry hopping. This damn-the-cost approach to hopping gives Heretic's Evil Twin a great blast of citrus and tropical fruit that can't be matched by any other hop. The result is a bold, malty, hoppy, but easy-drinking beer. This is our top seller, our flagship beer, and I couldn't be prouder of it. Cheers. To find Heretic Beers near you, click on Find Some at hereticbrewing.com. Hey guys, what'll it be? I'm not sure. What do you recommend? A lot of people seem to like the Hefeweizen. Is that a German Hefeweizen or more of an American-style wheat beer? I'm not sure, but I can give you a taste. Okay, great. Great. The Cicerone Certification Program certifies and educates beer professionals in order to elevate the beer experience for consumers. Unfortunately, not every bar is staffed with certified beer servers who can guide their customers through a beer list. Here you go, guys. Let me know what you think of the Hefeweizen. Yeah, that's definitely more of an American meat. But I can hardly tell because this beer just smells like sour butter. I wonder how long it's been since they cleaned the draft line. Yeah, and look at the bubbles on the side of the glass. It's filthy. Somebody should tell these guys about the Cicerone program. For sure. How about we head somewhere else for another beer? Your server should give beer the same respect you do. Request quality. The Cicerone certification program offers four levels of beer certification, in-person classes, and course books for beer professionals. Check them out at Cicerone.org. The Cicerone Certification Program. We know beer. Hey, this is Julian Trego from Beachwood Brewing, and you are listening to The Session on the Brewing Network. Welcome back to the show. We got some more beer to drink, some hanging out to do. And I wanted to let you know uh, about a new sponsor of ours, wonderful new brewery, Neshemany Creek Brewing Company. I feel like Donald Trump now. It's a, a, Wonderful people. Wonderful people. It's Tremendous. Very good. It's going to be a huge brewery. Yeah, huge. Yeah, it's going to be great. Tremendous it's a great brewery. Huge. Uh, Neshemany Creek Brewing Company. They've been uh, on the Philly beer map since 2012. They're the three-time Philly Beer Scene Magazine Brewer of the Year. 2014, 2015, 2016. Two-time GABF Vienna-style lager medal winner. Oh. In 2013, they got the gold, and in 16, they got the bronze. Also a bronze for their smoked lager in 2016. Large, expanded, and recently renovated tap room with 24 beers on tap, 18 of which are rotating and seasonal limited beers. That's pretty cool. 18 out of 24. Right. Wow. To be uh, rotating. A variety of beer styles from hoppy double IPAs to sessionable and poundable lagers. Pound it. Not crushable. No. Poundable. Sessionable? Poundable. <laughs> Even sessionable. Um, from oak fermented saisons and, and sour beers, all sorts of things they got. Uh, free uh, brewery tours on Saturdays. I like that they're free. Are people charging for brewery tours nowadays? Yes. I think so. Really? Yeah. Some states. <clears throat> Even yeah. small. We paid for oh, Anchor yesterday. To. Paid for Anchor? 20 bucks. Anchor's charging. What? Has that always been the case? I know. No. No. No, oh, you so just I, have to sign up. We got a lot of beer out of it. You did, and I was drinking a lot of barley wine and like their barrel aged stuff. Okay. It was, it was, like, it was worth it. it was, okay, yeah. 
We're hmm. not from around here. It's worth it. Uh, I feel like some history. Fritz Maytag would. <laughs> he's not dead. I can't say He's rolling over yeah. in his yeah. condo. Yeah. Rolling over in his limousine. But you know, I heard it's so big. He can. I heard it used to be really hard to get in there. So that's true. They only used to do it every Friday. Right. And so now it's. I mean, we were able to sign up the day before, basically. So oh, I think that might be kind of why they're charging a little bit. And it was it, there was a lot of people there. Yeah. So, okay. you know, they obviously right. have good demand. Well, they're smarter than I am, so I can't really say much about it. Um, all right. Go to uh, NeshaminiCreekBrewing.com and check it out. they got a new second location opening this spring, too. So uh, thanks to them for coming on board. And uh, those of yeah, you man. in the area or passing through, uh, go in and have a beer with them and, and thank them yourself. Please because, do. Because uh, it's breweries like that um, and all our wonderful sponsors that keep us going here at the BN. So thanks to them. All right. Uh, we do have just a couple things to do, but there's more beer in our glass. What's this one? This one is one of our anniversary beers from last year. Um, we make an 11% uh, Belgian dark strong called the Black Dahlia, and this is the cognac barrel-aged version of that. <laughs> cognac. It's fucking good. Yeah. It- Cognac-a-lac. <laughs> yeah. It's big. Um, it's not hot, though. The alcohol's not... It just mm-hmm. smells big. Like, yeah, I can't but even it get smells over that big. nose. I'm trying to digest the nose. There's so much depth to it. Nose is awesome. How old is this beer? Well, it's been in the bottle for over a year, but it, it was in the cognac barrels for, I think, <coughs> nine or ten months. Wow. God, it has all those like, be- really aged flavors, but without the, uh, the, the, the side effects that come with it, <laughs> like, like cardboard and some mm-hmm. of the other bullshit. Yeah. Like, it has all of those kind of uh, basement, grapey, raisiny awesomeness without the bullshit. That's really good. Yeah, yeah. it's... Mm. It's really good. It, we just uh, that the Black Dahlia, the base beer, was on hiatus for a while because it takes so long for it to uh, ferment out. We, you know, had to, you know, stop brewing it for a little while because we needed the tank space. Um, but we just recently brewed it about a month ago, so the the Black Dahlia will be back um, in the tasting room uh, in the near future. Mm. But this was a one off. This was, you know. You know the the cognac barrel adds like a really nice dimension to it, a nice sweetness. You get the like a little bit of that raisiny character, um, which yeah. is uh, it's, it's very nice. Yeah, I agree. With That's that. delicious, man. That's a great beer. I wish it was four percent. Just one of that in four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on. <laughs> I prefer my cognac four <laughs> percent. Yeah, four percent cognac yeah. baller status. <laughs> right. Pounded so much cognac. Oh man, bro. you don't even get it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Up in the club. That's good beer. What's That's delicious, delicious, man. Homebrew. Home yeah, this is the one that I brewed with uh, Renee from the club. Um, this one is from the club. <laughs> from the club in the club. <laughs> Renee from, from the, the club, club in the club. It's actually that's a good beer name. club. Yeah. See, this when one... I say Renee from the club, I'm talking about a stripper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know yeah. Renee. When you yeah. say <laughs> you're talking about the nursing student. <laughs> yeah. It was not as glorious as that. Okay. Um, uh, this was, you know, part of the same competition, the bootleggers competition. It was just deemed that this beard was huh. just too weird. Um, it's uh, oh. the base beer is a full-bodied uh, golden ale with lactose. So that's the base beer. It's experimental, and then we used uh, tamarind, tamarindo in the boil, which gives it like a citrus tang to it. Okay, and yeah. then we added um, in secondary, we added cardamom and uh, star anise mm. to that. 
is tamarind a spice? What is it? It's like a a fruit pod. It's kind of a weird. It, the name of this beer is called Dedos Locos, which means crazy fingers, and because they really look like these crazy long pod things that you would never probably want to eat. Um, but we had to uh, devein them before throwing them in the uh, in the boil. So this got a sixty minute boil. Um, uh, I like in, in, fruit pod as a name for a beer. Weird, <laughs> fruit weird pod. pod. Fruit pod. Fruit so, pod. Uh, That's great. This beer doesn't. I don't like this beer at all. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you. There you go. <laughs> Not my uh, favorite choice of spices. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah, we just kind of went with it. We're like, all right. Well, this sounds good. And then, I, uh, how old is this beer? Was this going to drop out? Is it going to have hope? <laughs> is there a chance? Yeah. Will this get better? Yeah, because he it's, brought you twelve kegs, Tasty. So yeah. you better fucking hope so. Yeah, Got a it's, crawler of it. You know, I did. I, I've used tamarind in a farmhouse beer before, and mm. it came out really good. It, it was able to like sour the beer without using any lacto or anything in there. Okay. And um, you know, Renee and I were just sitting around saying, "What is the craziest shit that we can brew?" And this was pretty much it. You know, we're on the same page. Then. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. the craziest. So I like it. I like it. I, I can see why it, it would win a competition, and I can also see why a commercial brewery would be like, "I can't sell that." Yeah, because yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't drink a pint of this. I could probably do like a ten ounce pour. Oh, it also has um, pinocillo in it, which is not penicillin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is a. Well, uh, it's a Mexican it. sugar or penis um, or penis. It doesn't it, have penis it, or penicillin. Well, that's too bad. It, <laughs> now it I don't want. Have it tastes like penis. Um, <laughs> right. But. I like uh, everything about it, except there is one thing in the aftertaste that's a little toothpaste-y. The lack of penis. It's the lack of penis, I think. I would guess it's the cardamom. It's like for a moment in the aftertaste, and then it goes away. Either that or the the star anise or anise, whatever is in there, that kind of lingers. Anise. Mm -hmm. I think so. It's got penis and anus in there. It's definitely a a, a weird beer, but... um, yeah, they're like, yeah, it's like scored it. the highest, but uh, yeah, they're what not going to brew it. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, it's just if you break it down, you're tasting it, you, you you read the ingredients, you know what's in it, and they're kind of like just kind of defined. There yeah. they are. They're yeah. they're right there. They they kind of flow really Ooh, well yeah, together. Right there. And and then at the end, it just kind of comes together. You get the cardamom, you get some of the sweetness and the malt and the sugar in the background, and that's kind of it. It's, to me, it's very pleasant. Yeah, so I can see why it would win. But again, I can also see like sure. it'd be. I don't know. Would this? How does it? Should just you brew this call it a spice it. saison, and it would sell. Oh yeah, yeah. relatively quickly. Spice session IPA saison. Yeah, right. or, or, yeah or, IPA. Or bring the whole thing back a little bit. Like add like a thirty percent carbonated water to it, and just let it. You know, not oh. be so intense. Even this one here. Yes, you're saying yeah, this leave, add, leave everything the same yeah, and add, add, just dilute it a little bit. Okay. Yeah, it's so this bad. one's six point eight percent. Yeah, it'd be better at five oh, and a half. Right. You know, there you go. Mm. Just a session beer. It'd be an easy try. Yeah, <laughs> for me, yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely weird. So I do this other um, beer with the same uh, base where I'd use all chai spices in secondary. I make a tincture with some vodka, extract all the flavors from the spices, and just throw that vodka in the keg, um, which. Everybody loves that beer. I made it one year for my wife's birthday, and it's just like, you got to keep making that. So okay. I was like, oh, the cardamom, kind of got that idea from that for this. But, um, yeah, this is kind of like a totally unique beer, which... Uh, so with the tincture, well, you're able to make it more balanced, I assume, right? You can get in just like the level of spicing you're looking for? Um, yeah, when I do all the chai spices, um, you know, cinnamon, cardamom, um, allspice, ginger... Uh, Whatever else nutmeg. is in there. No, n- no? no nutmeg. Um, 
but yeah, using the tincture is great. Yeah. I mean, I don't get any burn from that, no heat from the vodka because you know it's only a few ounces going in you know a five gallon keg. Yeah. Um, but you know, with this, it was the tamarind in the boil, and then a little bit of vodka with the uh, you know on the cardamom and the star anus. Yeah. <laughs> to, uh, just to kill, just to kill whatever's on there. When um, you do it with a tincture, does that go in the boil or you just put it in, uh, the, just in, in the, the keg? Yeah. In the keg. Okay. Yeah. That's um, what what made, what made you want to put lactose in it? Um, it's, you know, I feel like with the result of this beer, either the lactose or the pinacillo would have been good. Not both of them together. Kind of makes it a little sweet. Um, you know, the golden milk stout, Type of beer, okay. You know, so well, that kind of originated in Orange County with Noble doing their naughty yeah. sauce mm. beer. Yeah. So now everyone tries to brew that. So a that style doesn't exist. Right. A pale stout. I would say. I would yeah. say Roger Davis has claim to that. Oh, anomaly! Anomaly! That, that yeah. fool was brewing fucking pale stouts. Yeah. five, six, it's, seven years ago. He does that. Noble's been doing it for a while. And also, what they is it? Carton, Carton Brewing uh, does it as well. With their uh, co- we just regular had, coffee. I just had it. Yeah, regular coffee. Yeah. yeah, I just had it the other day. That beer's great. Well, and even uh, uh, the guys at Kinetic did a, a pale-ish coffee. Pale-ish. It was amber. It was I guess ale. it was amber. <laughs> okay, yeah. it was a barley wine. All right. All right. It actually looked like a stout. <laughs> well, there was a stout. The, the, the trick is I to... I don't know. I didn't actually see it. <laughs> the, the, the trick is to brew this beer as light as possible. You want it to... Um, I think it's like 7 SRM or something like that. But, you know, I think yeah. um, maybe a little darker than that. Mm. But uh, I have done the golden milk stout base, but the chai one is... Is more of my favorite than, than that. You brewed a golden milk stout for Barley Forge too, though. Oh yeah, I did that. I use that the same base beer, and I'll do peanut butter and vanilla in there. Wow. Which is, oh, there you go. That actual is on point. actual peanut butter. No, I've no. done it with peanut butter before, and it's just a pain in the ass. Yeah, it's it's um, like you have to separate all the oil. <laughs> yeah, so um, over at Windsor, he's got this uh, peanut butter extract. It's a four ounce bottle. Just oh. dump it in the keg, and it's <laughs> phenomenal. It's Perfect. really good. Do that at Barley Forge as well. So okay, uh, I did a porter. Recently Recently, and um, we called it. Uh, was it uh, a fluffinutter? Fluffinutter. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. That that's awesome. a little New yeah. England homage yeah. too. <laughs> yep. We invented the fluffinutter out there. Does it affect uh, head retention at all? Even the extract does a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it kind of. There's still some oils present in there because I'm sure they're just using some sort of alcohol base to extract that from from the peanuts. So sure. uh, yeah, but still way less than if you were to use real peanut butter. How can a pro brewery who who gets involved in these competitions just trying to think about the complication of a beer like this wins and they're like, Yeah, good job, good beer, but we're not gonna brew that like we've been talking about. How can they how can they set do you set guidelines or you just do you just have a backup plan where they go, Look, we're gonna do the competition, but we get to pick the beer we like. We yeah, basically we put that in the rules so that the brewery has the choice at the end of the day. Okay. So all, anyone who goes into our competitions knows that the brewery is going to make a decision based on that. Because we know, and, and we tell our home brewers, and they know too, that you know you can brew something completely wild. And while it might win the BJCP end of it, the brewery is just not going to take it. Got yeah. it. Okay. So. I've also seen breweries pick which categories are even open for in the, the competition. In the running, I see. Correct. And yeah, so if they don't that's want a good idea. Just, they just say you can't enter that. And we that do that, style. actually. When we sit down with the brewery, we sit down with the brewery before we, start, we launch a competition. We say, hey. You know, what 
what are you willing to brew? What styles do you want to go with? Okay. What restrictions do you want to place? And like, for instance, Barley Forge last year was like no loggers because mainly time it there. Was a time constraint. But but at the same time, you know, we kind of restricted it down on some other levels too because there were just some ingredients they didn't want to have to deal with. Yeah. So I mean, one of the basic ones that we do all the time for pretty much every brewery is no wild beers. Okay. You know, because they don't want to introduce something wilder into their brewery. Yeah. And contaminate it. So, have you ever found one say anybody can win but Kyle? Does that ever, uh, has that ever come up? I think the judges already know that. <laughs> so it's uh, completely open yeah, except it. Kyle. Yeah, right, right. all the OC yeah. brewers know it too. They're like, no, fuck that. Like this is the competition. Enter why? I'm the one who, I'm the one who's the gnat in the ear I for all them. So they don't want to have to fucking deal with me beyond <laughs> right. the amount that they do. They're like we're gonna have to I mean, brew with him honest. too. Yeah. yeah. No. 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 Kyle. That's just in the rules. <laughs> Well, thanks so much for um, yeah, uh, bringing man. in all this wonderful beer for us to try and talking to us about the collaborations. I hope some homebrew clubs across the country got to learn about uh, different ways that they can do that in their community, too. It kind of sounds like we shouldn't be afraid to go ask our uh, local breweries, hey, can we work with you in any way, run competitions, uh, meet in your in your brewery? Because I do think you're right. It's a good um, a way for you know both entities to help each other. Yeah. Yeah. So, you learn so much that way. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let me do some websites for you guys. You can go to ocmashups.org and check out the Orange County Mashups um, website. And you can also go to barleyforge.com and check out Barley Forge Brewing Company's uh, info there. They're in Costa Mesa, California. And you can look at uh, – I like that you have a live tap list there. Mm-hmm. Um, tap Hunter. You guys do a lot of unique beers. I mean, we didn't even get to dive into a lot of that because we're you know spending time on the homebrew side, but um, using a lot of non-traditional ingredients in different beers, but then also um, you know a couple good uh, IPAs there. A mango hefeweizen. I bet that's popular. Yeah. So at first it was a, a normal hef, and then in the tasting room we messed around with throwing some um, mango uh, juice powder in you know in there and it just was selling like crazy so we don't even do a regular hef anymore just, just a that. mango hef yeah <laughs> nice well, nice make it better does anybody do a regular half anymore? I mean, that's kind of it's off the radar, isn't it? Like people aren't just. It had the, it had its moment in the sun in the mid to late nineties. I can't remember. Widmer, I can't don't they remember. Still do I don't know that anybody's ever come into the hop grenade in the two years we've been open <laughs> and said, "Hey, you got a half on tap." Like it just doesn't happen anymore. Even just an American, not a none of those Germans should just a straight it's American half of Weizen, please. Well, I don't know that it's happened. And they go, "Well, here's a cloudy IPA." Well, it's very similar. Barley Forge is going to bring it back. That's right with the mango version. Yes, mm-hmm. so. It's coming back. The way I like to think of Barley Forge is it's a uh, classic beer with a with a twist. They uh, always bring something unique into each one of their beers. I like that. Just a twist. I think you're yeah. right. Even just looking at the different styles, that sounds um, you know Belgian style wit beer, but with horchata. Yes, yeah. that is based off of uh, uh, Greg's homebrew recipe, I believe. Okay. Oh, um, I think I've had that. I think I had his homebrew version of that when I met Greg. Lactose in there, and it's also got. Um, uh, cinnamon and vanilla. Okay, so I want to try that, but with rum chata. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. We we did a we did a one off uh, nitro version of that for the tasting room, and it was amazing. It was like the most interesting nitro beer. Hmm. But uh, you know, a lot of people who work at the tasting room are like, they don't care for it so much. But I I think it's one of the most interesting beers that we make. Okay. 
All right. Well, if you're looking to make interesting beers, too, and you need a little help to do it, go to Beersmith.com and use their Beersmith homebrewing software. Uh, it's the best software on the market, and it's all up to date. I know they're working on a new version right now, and Brad keeps it all up to date. You get a free 21-day trial, so you don't have to take our word for it. Just go to Beersmith.com and check it out. As a homebrewer, I can say that it's great software. Isn't it good? Yep. I mean, why was and in all honesty, uh, I shouldn't say this out loud because I love that Brad <laughs> sponsors us, but... Really, where, what, else, what other software would you fucking use? I've tried other ones, and I'm not going to name them because okay. Beersmith is well, that much better. Is there even other software anymore? Like, aside from the old, old one, what's the old-ass Pro one? Mesh. Pro Pro Mesh. Okay, so There is. Uh, there's Brewer's Friend out there, okay, and they do one. make a lot of great calculators that I use, but, but Beersmith is just the one-shop stop. It's amazing. It takes care of everything for you. Yeah. I so. use the mobile version for everything. I'll just write recipes. On the Beersmith mobile version? On my version? phone, yep. Okay. And, and yeah. Gabe, who won our competition, he sent me everything in Beersmith today, too. Nice. So. Yeah, it's just so easy. And we know a lot of pro brewers who come in here and say the same thing. Though. Our head brewer uses Beersmith Use as well. it, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially if you were a home brewer and then you opened your, your brew shop, they were, they were like, well, why would I even move to another? I know how to use it, and it's fine. Yeah, once you learn every, you know, all the tweaks about it, you know, dial in your efficiency and make sure your, your numbers are spot on, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. All right, get your free 21-day trial, and you'll see all the things we're talking about. So you, don't, you can just fast-forward through my ads because you'll already know. <laughs> Um, but don't. <laughs> yeah, but, but don't do it. <laughs> and also, thank him for sponsoring. Right. Uh, all right. Uh, what was our Twitter game today? Something to do with Lady Gaga's ass? Something to do with Lady Gaga's oh. ass, yes. If you could make cottage cheese. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> oh. I was just kidding. It there was, was not a dimple on no. that body. It was, well, I didn't watch it in high def, so I don't know. Poker face. I was like two inches away from the screen. <laughs> it's her. Yeah. yeah. I was just looking for, never mind. Um, <clears throat> no, it was, if you could brew a beer that embodied the Super Bowl, what ingredients would you use? Oh, oh the Super Bowl, not the sh- not her show. The, not the her whole, show, the oh. Super Bowl. I thought it was Which different. Which ended her show. Okay. I'm sure you did. Well, I, I would it was use, about her show. No, I would use Lady Gaga as an ingredient. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Die. Oh, you're in the running. <laughs> Die. <laughs> no, you'd have to boil her or something. How are you going to use her as an ingredient? You can, you Cut can, her hair. You, you can dry Gaga oh, with I see. her. Have her dip the bag Sorry. of nuts yeah. in the beer. Dry She'd be good at that. Add serial killer to my list of flaws now. Flaws or quirks? All right, I'll stick stick with quirks. There you go. All right. Um, Okay, you ready for this? So uh, someone called Fuggles says uh, he would brew with something with a bunch of old hops and adjuncts, so it would be a bitter disappointment. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. There you go. Uh, Alex B. says, uh, obviously, a gosa, salty and tart, tears added at flame out, once complete, dump the whole batch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kim complex. Wood, our very own Kim Wood, says peanut oil, Justin's famous fried chicken, of which mm. I've never heard of, uh, and Kate's tears for the Falcons. Mm. Inside joke. Uh, inside joke. Yeah, yeah I figured. That's I, why I, I make yeah. a mean fried chicken, though. That's what I, I uh, apparently, that's what the internet tells me. It's yeah. famous. It's world famous. <laughs> it's, well, Northern California famous. I have one friend in Germany who likes it. And one, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Peter Cullen says, uh, probably flour to make the beer nice and hazy so you guys choke like the Falcons. Oh. Oh. Winner, winner. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, the aforementioned Gordon Strong says, choke cherries, deflated pig bladders, and oh. glitter. Wow. <laughs> glitter. I don't know where the glitter came from. Is it, it a dry glitter? Gaga. I don't know, but if there's Gaga. If there's edible uh, glitter, that would be a cool ass beer to make. Apparently, there's glitter. Like you can take tablets that make your poop glitter. 
Nice. So there's yeah. edible glitter. Is what the reason to look bad. Or glitter. Yeah. Who stares at their poop? Glitter. It's called Goldschlager. I look yeah, at I my poop. That's Goldschlager. You realize? <laughs> do, you, do you look at your poop and be like, you know what? I wish there wasn't there. Glitter. <laughs> Something to catch the light off the peanut. <laughs> do you realize how much beer you could sell in strip clubs across America <laughs> if you had a glitter beer? Glitter beer. It would be amazing. How do you keep it in suspension, though? Uh, I don't know. Lots I didn't of flowers. London three. Yet, London, <laughs> London three and some flour. There we go. There you go. Yeah. Let's try it. Imagine there you go. Try it. More fun that guy would have had waffle stomping if his poop was glittery. <laughs> <laughs> waffle stomping. Yes. Uh, Brian, out perfection. Yeah, Brian says, uh, imported overpriced grains, salty tears for Atlanta, claims for or clams for New England, and fermented with yeast from Giselle. Oh God! All these are too complicated for me yeah, to OP, right now. OPB. They might be good. Um, well, I just am not. I can't pay attention. Last but not least, Ross Johnson. I would only just buy a commercial brew, remove the label, and add my own cap. It's only cheating if you get caught. <laughs> <laughs> so I like that, that one, one, and I like the first one about choking. What was that one? Uh, well, there, uh, there was, uh, uh, Pete, Peter, was Cohen Peter with the flower to choke. Yeah. Yeah. Probably yeah. that one. That one. I that think one, that's I like our that. winner. Peter yeah. Cohen. There you go. All right. All right, All right. Peter. Good job, dude. And, uh, and, and special, you know, mention to, mention, to yeah. Gordon. Thank you, Tasty. There you go. Here, I'll, 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 give, I'll throw him a like. He had a really good one there. All right. I threw Gordon a like. There we go. Actually, I'll take it back. Fuck that guy. <laughs> okay. No, I'll give it back to him. Okay. Yeah. Like strong. All right. Are we going to his hood for the National Homers Conference? Yep. He, he's a Midwest guy, right? Yeah, yeah. From, yeah. Uh, just, just, it's also his your, club. It's his your, club is the Minneapolis or that that local Twin Cities club. Oh, okay. St. Paul Homers. Right. Yeah. That that's his club, Gordon Strong's. But that's St. Paul. Is that the same? It's the same. Minneapolis and St. Paul are right next to each other. I see. That's yeah. why they're called the Twin Cities. <laughs> I got it. What right. t- what little shitty town did you go to college in over there? Oh, it wasn't even close to the. It was Bemidji, five hours north, okay. closer to Canada. Oh God, <laughs> yeah, there's nothing there. I've always so and a lake. There was a lake there. Now your wife is from Minnesota. Yes, Candy. Yes, um, you uh, grew up in Santa Cruz, California. Right. Which, uh, if you've ever been. People don't really leave Santa Cruz, California, because it's kind of amazing. Why the fuck did you go to college in Minnesota? Well, people also don't leave Santa Cruz because they're all high. Okay, so they can't figure out how to get outside. That's true. I'm just going to point out that when Beardy said that, his eyes twitched all over the fucking place. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the drugs. That's normal. normal. Uh, I wasn't high then. I am high now. But why really did you pick Minnesota? Uh, I had family there, and I wanted to study abroad. <laughs> <laughs> it was as close Almost to abroad as you could get. Right, yeah. well, I, Southern Canada, he called it. Yeah. Or you're talking about candy. <laughs> yeah, abroad. Yeah. Yeah, she was there. You well, went there because family. So, well, it was an easy, hey, could I live at your place and <laughs> experience a different culture? <laughs> a white culture. A white, but, not a but hippie culture, but a white culture. the cultures you could have chosen. White yeah. people are the best. I just wonder how that ended up on your list. Because just I had a family. free place to stay. I see. And and it was just for a semester, and then it turned into way more than that. Uh, you I'm, stayed longer than Oh, I was there for five years. Uh, <laughs> so you thought you were just going to stay there for a semester. Correct. And, but you went all through school there instead. Right. Because of candy? Or because you love yeah. Minnesota. Uh, By the way, I have nothing against Minnesota. Yes. Just compl- it, was, it was mainly the threat because I was going to leave at the end of that time. Yeah. And she was like, I will follow you. Candy. Uh, yes. 
So you could have left. I could have. Well, but she was going to follow me. <laughs> so I was stuck with her no matter what. What, what part of Santa Cruz did you tell her you lived in? <laughs> <laughs> the north. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I like the winter. I like the winter. It was cheap out there. Yeah. You could have a mansion in Minnesota for the price of... An apartment here. Not, a like condo? A, not yeah. even an apartment. A, a bedroom in an apartment <laughs> right here. Okay. So well, it's got that of, going for it. So we should all move to Minnesota. Candy's here. You can bring her in an interview oh, right I now. I still can't get away from her. <laughs> She's following you. She's still following she me. Said follow You're lucky she can't hear you on the other side of the glass. <laughs> no. she, she never listens to the show. So Candy totally went fine. to Maui for the weekend without... Beardy. Doc oh. took her to Maui. How fucked up is that? He left me. <laughs> There's lots of dudes. <laughs> and, and, took candy. You, and took your wife to Maui. Right. Wow, you're a you're an accepting husband. Well, you assume I had a choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so what did you do all weekend? Um, well, I sat around. Jerked off. Yeah. <laughs> Drank a lot of beer. Yeah. And uh, I went and played poker guilt-free because I didn't have Candy to be texting me, hey, where are you? Uh, see, Why aren't I, you home? I actually think Beardy probably had a better time home alone than Candy had in Maui. Probably. Because he does look uh, like, he's the type of guy who like does need to do what he wants to do. Yeah. But he never has a glow get, to him. He's never allowed to. Well, like all, you know, Candy was sitting there, I almost said Taryn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Candy Taryn was sitting there like, uh, you know, hashtag poor Warren, and, you know, Warren wasn't thinking about Candy probably at all. <laughs> In fact, he saw that and yeah. was like, oh shit, I'm married. Yeah. But she was like, oh, Warren's probably feeling really bad that he, uh, he can't be here right now. And right. Meanwhile, he's know, spraying jizz on a hooker. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. I have been accused. Well, it's, it's not really a hooker. It's a coat rack. I see. I, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know. We couldn't tell the difference. He's fine. fine. He's yeah. like, I love uh, him skinny. She knows what I like. <laughs> yeah. Now you're bundled up. It's warm. It's 80 degrees in my house. But all right. Get ready. Uh, I have been accused. storm. When she comes home of being like, I feel like you became a bachelor while I was gone. Right. And reverted back to pre- Candy uh, to, to before I changed like, yeah, you. Right, exactly. To before you became trained. Do you remember how horrible you were before <laughs> I found you? Right. Oh, you mean happy. <laughs> <laughs> you were a horrible person. I fixed you. They start with the same letter, so it's easy to confuse. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but she's back, so everything's great. Okay. At least she's back on. Wow. At least I right. can't tell if you're smiling underneath all that fucking hair. <laughs> the she beard, she'll never know. The beard soaks my tears up very well. Yeah. You just have to scrunch your cheeks up to like squint, you squint your eyes. And you're like, I sure you're smiling. Oh, it's great to see you. Yeah. <laughs> Great teeth. Well, I bet you what Beardy spent a lot of his time doing is shopping over at adamandeve.com. I would almost guarantee it. <clears throat> That's right. You can make this Valentine's Day, Beardy, one that you'll both never forget. <laughs> Have you started planning your Valentine's Day? No. Valentine's month. How long have you been oh, married? Yeah, right. I don't plan Valentine's Day because Candy plans Valentine's month. <laughs> This is true. It's the love month? True story. Yeah. She's like, so if I go to Hawaii, that's going to mess up Valentine's month. I'm like, oh, no. That's the worst. You sure you don't want to stay longer? (laughs) I'll get you a ticket for longer. It's fine. What happens during Valentine's month? (sighs) A lot of date nights? I work a lot. Okay. (laughs) And stay away. A lot of overtime happens in February. (laughs) It's real weird. It's real busy. Yeah. (laughs) Lots of cards and little notes and... Uh, oh, really? Ugh. 
Don't you hate it? Like someone loves you that much to oh, to, the worst. to make you to make it known. It makes That's the right. Worst. All it does is make me feel bad about myself because, like, uh, yeah, I think about you. Oh God, do you reciprocate any of the cards or or notes or anything? Yeah, one day out of the month, you do it on the fourteenth. Okay, 15th, no, I don't even do that. 14th. At some point, grade. I pick a day during the month, I see. and that's when she gets a, a card. What, a card. Do you yes. r- do you write the card, or it's like a Hallmark card? <laughs> he takes an 8 by 11 sheet of paper, folds it in quarters, <laughs> and, write, and draws on it. Two yeah. candy from yeah. Warren. Uh, and it says yeah. escape route on it. But you get something every day of the month. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And what do you do? And you just like put her, on a smile? Like, are you able to fake it that you really like it? Uh, well, by the end of the month, she stops expecting a reaction. Okay. So, I mean, her goal is to get me to like Valentine's Day. So I that's see. her idea. Is you know what? He doesn't like Valentine's Day, so I'm gonna overdo this motherfucker. Yeah, he's gonna get <laughs> 27 Valentine's days. Doesn't she give you tw- Valentine's Day off? Right. That's the only day she doesn't give me something. Oh. Wouldn't. She make you like it if she like brought home another broad or like took you to the strip club or took you to play poker or do you see what I mean? Like yeah. maybe she's going she's giving you the things that you don't like about Valentine's Day. Well, maybe you should help her out with I was gonna ask if you want me to Valentine's talk to her. Month. Yeah, yeah. I can do that. I like oh, your ideas. Listen, I can plan you a fucking Valentine's Day month. Because you me love me. Candy. You know how to love me. <laughs> I know how to love you, yeah. <laughs> The Fierty's my dude, Candy. Right. I got this. Yeah. Step aside. Look at her sitting on the other side of that glass. All like, innocent. She has yeah. no idea. She's no thinking idea. about it right now. Well, she's planning out probably February 26th right now. Yeah, what shitty card she's going to give you tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Well, that's why she just got me. She's been making cards for the next week. Oh, shit. <laughs> she probably bought you all sorts of things from Hawaii that oh, you're not going to care about. Well, and there's things <laughs> showing up from Amazon, and it's like mystery box. She's like, don't open that. <laughs> like, God damn it. Uh, well... Uh, I will direct her over to the fleshlight section at uh, adamandeve.com. Through Valentine's Day, you'll get 50% off just about any item. Just go to adamandeve.com. You get, uh, you'll find over 18,000 adult entertainment products, including toys, lingerie, and a seemingly endless selection of adult DVDs. And there's more. Uh, when you order, you're going to receive our romance kit, Beardy, for free. I need some romance. The romance kit includes a toy for him, a special massager for her, and a little something you'll both enjoy, plus a free adult DVD to put you in the mood. And that's not all. You're also going to get free shipping. Just go to adamandeve.com today for the special Valentine's Day offer and use coupon code BNARMY. That's B-N-A-R-M-Y. 50% off an item, romance kit, free shipping, DVD. BNARMY. Thank you. Thank you, Adam and Eve. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome, Beer. I'm gonna I'm gonna work on this. Are you, yeah. you going to hook up the uh, tour of the warehouse, the Adam and Eve warehouse? That we talked about. <laughs> oh, we're still, we're still looking for that. Yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> Are you looking to get hit by another forklift? Yes. Right. But it's it probably a silicone forklift, so I'll be all right. <laughs> That's with true. It. You might bounce off a lot. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. With the forks are just dildos. They're forks just dildos. Are giant right dildos. <laughs> <laughs> floppy Jiggy's uh, making the floppy dildo motion with his hands. Yeah, the yeah. floppy dildo sign. That's the the international sign <laughs> right, for yeah. floppy. D- your, yeah. lip, your wrist go limp with your porter fingers out. You can go to any country in the world. You do that. And and they go, oh. They're like, oh, the sex shop's over Come there. Here. 
<laughs> you guys are going to make sure to to uh, pitch the nut back to them at that point. Too, yes. Right? Yeah. yeah the, the, on the BN on admin.com slash the BN. Yeah. Yeah. The nutsack with the, nutsack. the yeah. down the middle. Yeah. Or the nut, <laughs> nut porn. The nut back. It's like a hop back, but shaped like nuts. Uh, yeah. Okay. To put your nuts in. Yeah. yeah. Dry hopping. I have a feeling Tasty won't be shopping in this section of the. <laughs> Tasty's very uncomfortable right now. <laughs> I'll do enough if he can't stand uh, up, though. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what are you talking about? He's the master of the low hug. That's right. Yeah, Tasty. You, know you know I stopped doing that? What? Why? Why? Did we talk you out of it? I just know I just say, can I feel your ass? And they say, sure. Oh, so, there you go. Oh. Yeah, st- stop beating around the bush. <laughs> why why, why cop it when you can ask me? Right. Good point. I find that if you're direct and honest, uh, yeah. people are like, sure, yeah. whatever. Sure, what whatever. do the women say, though? Whatever. It's not like I want to get pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to ask the right women. you got to know when to ask. They're, they're drunk. I'm drunk. Whatever. The you know, right you know. Women. Yeah, you know what no, that is. Yeah. Over 50, dressing like they were going to a Def Leppard concert. I love that. Way too old for me. <laughs> the Def Leppard <laughs> No, 50, 50. Way too old. Yeah, I agree. If they're wearing a t-shirt as old as they are, that's no good. It's no good. <laughs> Tasty. I hope Tasty makes it like ninety seven at least. Oh man! And and at fifty, it's I, I, still old. I took too on old your <laughs> right. I took like, on your strategy a long time ago. Yeah, I was. I'm, I'm going to go young. Know, yeah, you're going to leave early. You're going to go out early, fast, and right. happy. I'm having a great time. Right, and often. Yeah. yeah. How are your feet? <laughs> How are you? <laughs> Guys, I'm I don't shape. put my shoes on the wrong feet. I'm okay. He's good. <laughs> you're. How come you never have problems? Or well, you I just have, don't talk I'm about. I'm sure them. I have problems. You know. <laughs> but I'm too high to notice. <laughs> I treat my doctor differently. When I'm going to go for a blood test, I stop drinking for four or five days. Wait, you told me that trick. So you trick your doctor. You lie to my doctor, basically. (laughs) You're only fooling yourself. That's what I think, then. then Who am I kidding? Him or me? Well, 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 that's the opposite of what you do, Justin. You're brutally honest. Yes. Yes. I like that. And I don't don't change my lifestyle before the test or anything (laughs) because I actually, I just want to know what I'm up against. Right. Well, but to tell you the truth, it takes longer than five days to get booze out of your system. So your doctor knows. Well, I think my thing was... you're healthy as a horse. I'll never schedule a doctor's appointment right after a beer fest. Right. I did that one time before. Yeah, I was like, holy shit, man! And that was that was my last one too. It was like after NHC or some ridiculous yeah. thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Have you? I said, let NHC. me retest. Okay, so then I did like a normal thing, like you did. Right, and then that was okay. Yeah, I I, don't, I should go back for the normal one. I don't think it's going to be much different, though. I think it's going to be slightly different. Well, that's good. I think she's going to say, uh, still, uh, your enzymes are elevated, and yeah. this is a thing, and whatever. Well, that's your white privilege. Because you have good genes what? and you're abusing it. Oh, where I see. other people aren't as privileged to have uh, alcohol processing genes and, and lower cholesterol. Well, listen, so that's I, fucked up. I can't save the world. Have you guys updated the death pool at all Just recently? Save me. I I don't think it's changed. I think I've been at the top of it. And for where is it posted? Like where can we find it's it? It's not posted. Although I will say I've been thinking about this a lot recently. We need to do we that. Should. I really yeah. like it. I think it's a fun way. To I want to buy it on a whiteboard. Who's going to kick the we bucket? Have positions. We update maybe quarterly. I also. I think it's it'll just be a lot of fun when someone actually does you know die. I can't wait. And for then it. we can go back through the list. I think it'll and, be a blast. You know, see who wins. Like we should have football squares on the thing. Oh, yeah. but so who wins? The football squares could go like person and then cause of death, right? So oh, we have to guess how. 
Oh, well, that's nice. Well, yeah, you, know, you get the because you, you know the, how you do the squares right. for the football. Yeah. So on yeah, the left the is the people, yeah. and on the top is like you know liver failure, like what heart, massive heart attack, yeah. um, hit by a car. Uh, we can get real specific, you. like Beardy, you know, died while jerking off. These uh, are all alcohol. With a I, call, I call this syphilis Justin Square. Wow. Oh. Yeah, I'm just. God, that's a tough way to go. The, I'm sorry. You just, wait, though. Right, can, the last he, episode. Because he's crazy, But right? can oh, people God, still on. die of syphilis? It's no. not treated. Okay. No. Sure you can. Except me. That's how little, <laughs> little faith you have in me. Is that, no, people will, can. Well, but I will find a way. Well, it's, a, it's a syphilis and eight square, right? Uh, uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. That's a long shot, dude. That's 100 to 1. Right. You start combining things. Think about how much money I'll make. True. Oh. Yeah. And I would rather die of something crazy like that. That's fun. Like, at least that's a thing. <laughs> Syphilis. At well, least that's a thing. Not the dying itself, but he not won't, something more, like, He won't oh, know that he's dying like, when he dies. Everybody <laughs> has a heart attack, right? Boring. Mm. But how many people die of a fucking syphilis hiv combo? Well, not many. Not many. Not in 2017. We, we will always remember you for that. I mean, <laughs> what the fuck else are you going to remember me for? That's fine. How many people die of shooting themselves in the head while skydiving? Probably not many. Oh, you can go out that way. One. It'd probably be a lot easier than Sifhiv. Than Sviv. I'm telling you right now, if it doesn't happen at some like random occurrence, yeah. airplane crash, bus, or heart attack, right. air truck, that's how I'm hit me. Uh, it'll be a heroin overdose. By when? Do I don't, whatever I decide to take on that. When the body starts to fail in such a way that I'm uncomfortable and no longer having fun. Like with your feet hurting? That's, I'm okay with that still. Okay. That's fine. I have a high right. pa- tolerance for pain. Right. Um, I pick up the heroin habit, okay. and that's, that'll be how I go. And, that'll be, and then yeah. it's just two months. Maybe because I feel know, like you. Actually. Well, because I feel like you wouldn't know how to like meter it out. I don't oh, think you would no, try. Remember, Bebo like with a straight it. dime bag. I think you would go at least like twenty dollars worth of fucking heroin. <laughs> do it on the first shot. Yeah, I Bebo think so. knows how to do these things, What's and I think you would speedball it too. We've I don't actually think you already would. talked about this, right. and already you have already higher. decided that I'm going to be the person who comes and shoots you up. Yes, topless. <laughs> One last well, time. By then, you don't you remember that part it. of the probably Abby. No, wait, I, I didn't have... Turn off her headphones. Oh, Abby, Abby. I don't have headphones. I didn't hear what you said. Oh, uh, uh, it's fine. Nothing. It'll get old. Yeah, don't yeah. worry about it. Right. And don't talk about I, Abby. I didn't. What? We no were just did. saying by no. the time I'm old and uh, this happens, Abby will be old enough to... to be topless. <laughs> <laughs> To shoot me this up. This isn't going to fly that well. We're done. Whole I think, level. Bye, guys. Right. I think Unfriended. Justin will go out at the wheel of uh, the bunker. I want that square. Oh. I that thing will Behind be... the wheel of the bunker. <laughs> There's 80% duct tape at that point. Right? That's a cool way to go. Yeah. It's very me. Very fucking <laughs> very... white trash. Like, <laughs> there's a meth lab in the back. and The cops are tailing him. And the fucking thing's on fire. Yeah, and great. I'm still going. Yeah. Yes, Beardy. Hey, I'm and all the while, yeah. like you're, you have one hand on the wheel and you're texting Bev and I about something we didn't do. <laughs> yeah. And what the fuck is going on? That's right. It'd be great. Uh, that's what makes me happy. So that's how you'll know I die. If I'm yelling at you via text, yeah. you'll know I died happy. I love it. Yeah. I really hope you die happy. <laughs> all right. We're going to get out of here. Uh, thanks to our guest today, uh, Sean O'Shea from Barley Forge and Kyle Sherman from the OC Mashups and Scott as well. Well, from the Oshi mashups, uh, mashups and oh Jesus Christ! 
The ocean fucking O'Shea and a, a Sherman. <laughs> Scott from Windsor Homebrewing Supply. Thanks for being here too. Scott's really nice. Like, don't you just gotta go buy things from yeah. him? Yes, he's, I do. He just has only because he's really quiet. He has that, but he's also when he spe- he has that demeanor. You just want to go buy the homebrew shop owner he helps, demeanor. He helps everyone that comes in that store. I bet. Well, he, he has to. He's whether he likes it or not, with every single person, very hands on. So, oh, very what kind of talk? Kyle just basically a little creepy, Scott. Yeah, like. Scott's great because you know why he does his job. <laughs> Everybody that comes in, he helps out. You know, right. it's amazing. If you go yeah. ask him Very the price good. of something, he tells you <laughs> what tell it is. You. But honestly, you honestly, money, I've been in the many homebrew shops yeah. where I've been felt like yes. people were judging me when I was buying stuff. Right? And what do you mean like, you still use crystal malts? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So anyway, You're making an IPA. <laughs> God, does that happen? So, That's uh, awful. Next week you have Julian in here. Yeah, yeah. It. yeah. I've had him talk at the shop. And oh, nice. Buckle up for that. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> Julian's a badass. He's yeah. Dick jokes. He'll be uh, well. At, one well one at kid home. asked what crystal malt they use in their IPA, and <laughs> why the fuck would you use crystal malt in an IPA? <laughs> nice. We um, got to get him a guitar in here too. Yes. Yeah. He can do some fucking metal for us, some acoustic out. metal. Are you all gonna wear your chain wallets? Yes. <laughs> um, We're all gonna shave our heads yeah. and wear chain wallets. That'd be great. Yeah. Julian is the best. But he is the best. It's gonna get wild. In cool. Here. That's how we like yeah. it. You'll be right. drinking bourbon in here. Oh it's gonna Jesus! Be crazy. God damn it! There's another another show I got to get a ride home from. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank yeah, you. Man. Thanks yeah, for all the it. beer, too. Jip, uh, can you get us out of here? Sure. All right. Thanks, everybody. I will see you next week. Thank you to our show sponsor, More Beer. You can get absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home by going to morebeer.com. And thanks to Sean from Barley Forge Brewing and Kyle and Scott from the OC Mashups Homebrew Club for coming all the way up from Southern California to talk about craft beer, homebrew, and everything in between. Learn more at barleyforge.com and ocmashups.org. See? It's hard. It's tough. Merge your love of Disneyland with your lack of engaging podcast and go to earsuppodcast.com as J.P., Terrence, Bevo, and Taryn talk about all things Disney, at least the ones that matter. Go check out Moscow's Hop Cartoons over at hoplifestore.com. Get on Twitter for some good beer inside and homebrew info. And follow Nate Smith and Nathan Homebrew, Mike McDowell at Tasty McDee, JP at Major Jip, Warren being stuck over in cyberspace at another beardy, and the great Beverly is now crushing said cyberspace at Bevo One. Remember, Bevo with two E's. Today's show is produced by Beverly, and your host was Justin. Be sure to find the Brew Network on Facebook. Cherry.